Hello, everybody. This is the Stronghold Podcast. We are coming to you from the quarantine zone of Charmaine's parents' house. Say hello, Charmaine. <laughs> hello. My wife, Charmaine. This is the storeroom. This is the storeroom, her brother's old room. <laughs> and we've decided to come to you guys with the quarantine podcast. It was really tough for me to decide to do a podcast because I hate the podcast that you do where you're like in another room, those, uh, what's that, app Zoom? Everybody's doing Zoom podcasts. Zoom, yeah. I was supposed to podcast with Fuck a Fuzz last week, and uh, unfortunately the quarantine and everything fucked it up, and then he was like, oh, we can just do it online and everything like that, but I was like, ah, if I'm going to have Fuzz on, I want to talk to him face-to-face and yeah. all that kind of shit, so we just put ourselves up in a room, and we're going to try to give you guys a super weird podcast. <laughs> we're in the same room facing each other. Yeah, yeah, we're using some app. What's this app called? A Double Filmic. It's pretty interesting, actually. So we're using this app that activates the front camera and the rear camera at the same time. So we're doing split screen. I don't have Wugong either. And without my producer, I'm fucking useless. We so. just have the iPhone 11. So <laughs> we, we're trying this new app with the iPhone. It's going to split screen. I know it's going to be kind of hard to for you guys to see because the lighting in here kind of sucks. I've got a phone light on my face right now. It's so you can phone. see. That's what it looks like if I, if I don't have that light on. So I'm fucking... Mm-hmm doing this so it's kind of hard for me to see but we're trying to give you the best possible production with the least money spent <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's basically free <laughs> so uh charmaine how's quarantine been for you it's been good it's been like normal but we're not going to work anymore oh we're drinking also this is this is how we're spending in quarantine i haven't done shit i've, I've been, been lazy every day. Well, I hurt my back like two weeks ago at the gym. I did a shitty squat. My head came forward, which put all the pressure on my lower back. It was like... But you're, you're still supposed to like exercise and like stretch to help the pain. He hasn't like moved in two weeks. <laughs> He's just no, been in this position. I've gotten deep Playing in the video hole. games. Well, I mean, I literally couldn't lift anything. It was hard for me to even sit. I mean, so for the first week, I was, for the first week, there was nothing I could do. This week, I've been able to do some stuff. The pain's pretty much gone. And I'll get back into some kettlebells. But I just... The thing with me is I need motivation and routine to get shit done and once like something like this happens it's just so easy to be lazy and uh not even lazy too but i also really enjoy downtime where i don't have to do shit and so but you know i have those lazy tendencies everybody does have them (laughs) and when i don't have regular training going every day going every day to keep the routine i'm just like fuck it (laughs) i just can't get fat and drink this has been an excuse for me to just drink and get fat for the last couple weeks had a bag of potato chips every day for like the (laughs) last Three weeks. It's because we've been having beer. Yeah. I mean, you have beer. Chips I don't even so really that, like potato chips that much, but I've been eating it every day. So what's the plan, Charmaine? Everybody, tell everybody what the plan for the podcast is. Um, <laughs> I thought you were supposed to come up with that. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll outline it then. Okay. We're going to do some white trash American drinking drinking games. Oh. Okay. So that's our, that's our thing today. We could... You know, do the mature thing and put out technique videos and videos of us but training. That's what other people want us to do. It's fucking lame, no, dude. No, I'm sorry, it. but am I the only one who's just no. sick of seeing no. everybody's like, I wanna oh, do look it. at me doing shadow I want him to do it. He balls. doesn't want to do it. It's just fucking so. boring, dude. Kill me now. Yeah, but it's fine. Where you is actually the, do it. No, yeah. where's the real people? Okay, the real people <laughs> are sitting in their house getting fucked up, like, drinking every day, yelling at their kids. Not all like, people. I well, want to hear... A lot of people are exercising. Just people are way too optimistic about this. Like, I haven't seen anybody that's, like, not 
kind of just putting out how amazing their workout routines are and like, come follow me on this. And I'm just like, dude, I want to see somebody just deep in this shit get fucked up, no, not I, be productive. No. Just see what's up. <laughs> no one wants to see that. Dude, if you want to do a shadow boxing routine or you want to throw a kettlebell around, there's a million people you can go to to do that. If you want to see somebody get fucked up, white trash style, in the bedroom of her parents' so house, <laughs> then you come to the Stronghold Podcast. So, so that's why we're doing this. So that's our plan. So for the <laughs> listeners... If you want to join us, you need to buy six to 12 beers. You need to put this podcast on pause. And then get this as well. Yeah, I'm drinking this whiskey that Charmaine's mother got for me from Duty Free. So thank you, Charmaine's mom. She's encouraging my bad habits, and I appreciate that. she's all about alcohol for you. And Charmaine's got a six-pack right there and a couple more beers in the fridge. So the game we're going to do is Power Hour. And uh, it's as white, trashy as it sounds. And this is a really common game to, like, People play in college and shit. You go, you play a power hour you with your friends. Me the game. Yeah, I mean everybody knows this game. But then you know, if you want to go to the bar, you want to go to the club afterward. Then you know, you got a nice pregame going. Let's a pregame uh, buzz. Pregame game. Pregame game. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done this several times in the past, Charmaine, but we've never recorded it. How are you feeling about this? Um, I don't know. I'm drinking already. You haven't started the thing yet. So, no, I haven't started the timer. So, so maybe I'm not gonna do so well. Then. So, I thought we started it already. I'm kind of conflicted about how to do this because what basically what happens is there's a couple ways you can play the game. First, you you need a timer and it needs to be set for one minute uh, to go off every minute for 60 minutes. You can also do it 100 minutes if you want to get really fucked up. It's called a centurion. I've never done that, but a hundred drink shots in a row of beer would it's get what, you it's like one in a rush hour dude. and 40 minutes. Yeah, it's basically if you do the power hour, it's gonna give you like six to eight beers in an hour. So 100 minutes, how many beers do you get? I don't know. You have to figure out how many ounces. Usually, so there's two ways to do it. I don't know what an ounce is. Yeah, there's two ways to do it, right? You can either take a drink or you can take... It's Usually people take a shot, like a, one ounce of beer. Or you can, if you want to, you know, you can do the full like shot and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just beer, you don't want to do a shot or anything. It will fucking kill you if you try to take like 60 shots every minute. Yeah. But uh, So you do a shot of beer or you just take a sip of beer every minute for an hour. And, you know, there's like games you can find online of people who've whipped soundtracks together so you can like listen to music but i was yeah. trying to think like what could we do on the podcast that would mix it up that would be fun that's way less productive than doing fucking technique videos or shadow boxing video i'm just tired of that dude i want to entertain people i want to see somebody see people work hard because he's not working hard <laughs> he said, literally has not moved on out of that room for like two weeks listen i'm representative the only of time we the went real down men to, in singapore the only okay? time that we went down was to buy beer and see i'm the silent majority here okay are you all you fucking health fits that are out there making videos go fuck yourself come on <laughs> Charmaine's been taking classes every day. She did. Tell everybody what you did, Charmaine. I did a chair class. What does that mean? A dance class. What? No. <laughs> be more specific. It's not anything. It's a slut class. <laughs> it's called chair. You did class. a slut class. No, I didn't do a slut class. Listen, this is gonna get more belligerent the more I drink, but I'm totally down with you doing like a slut <laughs> class. Okay, work on your slut skills. <laughs> Quit it. <laughs> Are we starting it? Uh, okay, so uh, everybody, if you're going to get a bunch of beer, you want to join us, here's the only thing that might be annoying about this podcast. First of all, the sound quality. Uh, we don't even have mics. We're just using a phone. Uh, so I don't know what the sound quality is going to be like. We're going to release it anyway. So we apologize if it sucks and you have to have your volume up pretty yeah, loud. Yeah, try to be louder. Mm. 
the second thing that's gonna suck is if you find beeps every minute annoying, then you're probably gonna find this podcast annoying. Uh, I'm gonna try to keep it low, uh, the volume, but high enough that you can hear it, but low enough that it's not like in your ear every minute. But if you want to join the game, then you need to hear it. So I'm going to try to keep it low. We'll try to talk over it and start to try to ignore it. Oh, we'll let them know when we're drinking so they'll well, drink it. they'll see us. And then, but you'll hear it. I'm not going to keep it too loud. Okay, guys. So I'm going to start this timer. This is going to be a game for one one hour. You're yes. going to be pretty loose by the time you're done with this game. So uh, I'll take a picture and show you guys how much we finished by the end of the podcast. Okay. And then we'll just do drunken banter for the last half an hour or so. All right, everybody. So this is the Stronghold Podcast, Power Hour, Husband and Wife, Special, Locked in a Room, Can't Visit Any Other People. <laughs> so enjoy the only reason why you got me here, because so, no so, one else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have no other entertainment. So we were like, what could we do? No, we're going to entertain ourselves. Charmaine's like, let's make some training videos. And I'm like, oh, God, no. That's what I wanted to do anyways. So. <laughs> Dude, listen, we, we work out six days a week for... Every week of the year, pretty much, except for maybe two or three. So this presents an interesting opportunity to uh, get a little crazy and not really have too many consequences because we're just sitting in the house with nothing to do. All right, everybody, so I'm going to start this. Uh, You're going to start to hear the beep every minute. When you hear the beep, just take a drink and join us, and we will talk you through this. Okay, first drink is in seven seconds. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and get ready. I'm drinking uh, whiskey and Coke. And... All right. Game started. Okay, drink one. The only thing I haven't figured out how to solve is when my drink runs out. I'm just going to top up. Yeah, but I'm not going to have ice. That's my. You need to stay a little bit more to your left, Charmaine. You're starting to get, <laughs> like get out that? of the frame. Yeah. Okay. So how have, you been, how have you been holding up throughout the quarantine? You don't have a problem it's with It's just it. my normal life. <laughs> I like to stay at home. Just basically do nothing all the time. Yeah, we're both homebodies. We both... I mean, I still work out. Yeah, you've been working out every day. Mm. You've been working out way harder. Otherwise, I'll die because I have nothing to do. Yeah, you just disappear from. I don't know how you can just sit in the room and for like 12 hours, like playing the game. Dude, I'm just like teleporting right back to the 14 year old Luke. Okay. (laughs) Stayed in the basement. All I would do was go to school, go to wrestling practice, come home, and play video games. Now I've just removed the two things I don't like the school and the wrestling. I mean, I spent like one day playing Zelda, like for one? twelve hours. Dude, you just, for twelve hours, yeah, you did and then I full... played, and then I played like for six hours, maybe two hours, some days, but never twelve again because it's just too, too hard in your eyes. This podcast could be like a video game podcast, I think. Could because we've literally that's all I've done for the last <laughs> week. That's all pretty much you've done. Yeah, you, you got the zombie game, the, the Days Gone. Days Gone, and then you got the Final Fantasy. Final yet. Fantasy Seven. You got it already. Yeah, yeah, I played it. it that's what I played when you were playing. <laughs> yeah, it was when you chased me out of the room. So Charmaine's pretty far through Breath of the Wild. This is the furthest you ever gotten a video game. I love that game. You beat the third divine. Did you beat the third one yet? Yes, I only have one more, and then Ganon. And then that will be the first video game you've ever beaten in your but life. But I get freaked out every time I have to battle the boss. So I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose, even though I have like eight heart potions, stamina potions, and all the other potions. You're, you're very skittish, you're very yeah. jumpy. Yeah. When I play like... I move when I'm dude, turning. <laughs> if I play a scary game with you, you make the experience... Oh, there's a beep. 
you make the experience so much worse because your reaction is so strong that it freaks me out way more than it would have if yeah, I just because it's happened. scary. I can't. I never play a video game that's scary. I want to play Resident Evil Two, but I can't play it with you because you make it so much more horrifying than it actually is. Just <laughs> I bought you itself. that game. You did. Yeah, and I haven't beat it yet. It looks fun to watch, but not to play. It's like that Alien game. Oh yeah, Alien Isolation. Trying to kill you. Yeah, I don't think scary games are gonna be your strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but that's. Yeah. That's pretty much all I've done is just play video games, watch shitty movies and television shows. I like the I like the hunting part of the game. Oh, so uh, I might like written it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hunting is fun. And the horse riding, I'm starting to get to it now. That's what's so fun about Breath of the Wild is that you can just run around and do random activities. You can just get stopped off by yeah selling your shit. So there's all these all these little activities that you can just get totally lost in and RPG games in general are like that. You can just get lost in this world. You're supposed to there's no beep. You're supposed to I wonder how loud that and the is story is good too. Like the Zelda story is good. Yeah, it's just fantastical and I like that it doesn't have like a voice, the fake voice that, that talks when the <laughs> animation talks. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I like that you have to read it and then they have like some cutscenes where you can hear them talk. Yeah. Quite a silent game. That was a whole. That was a whole thing when Link first spoke. He spoke in a video game, and the whole fucking world freaked out. All of the Japanese people in Japan. <laughs> he, he spoke just, in the game. Yeah, he said like one line, but Link has never spoken in a video game. Oh, and then I they released one weird. version where he was just like he said like one word, and every fucking nerd in the world freaked <laughs> out because they're like Link doesn't talk. It's the whole point. He's supposed to be cool and like uh, stoic. Yeah. <laughs> he just reminds me of like a angsty teenager. Well, in that game, <laughs> but there's other games where you can play as a kid. Like, oh. he's Kid Link. Like, if you play Majora's Mask or um, Ocarina of Time, he's just a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, this is usually a martial arts podcast, but I honestly, there's nothing we can talk about. Uh, it's not like we can do anything. Well, we can't Solo tra- drills we can do. We can't train. There's nothing to watch. There hasn't been fights on in weeks. Mm. Yeah, we can review old fights. Then we would need to do screen and screen and screen yeah. on this thing. And I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, there's been nothing to do. I mean, we haven't been training. And really the secret with, with training, with anything really, is just discipline and routine. And when you have a routine, it's very easy to structure your life in a positive way when you have positive momentum. right? The thing about this coronavirus... No, uh, 30 seconds ago. <laughs> but the thing about this coronavirus is that it just it's just a giant... Uh, break in the system right so everybody's life is just basically on pause yeah and the thing that positivity almost requires momentum or entropy right so if you're doing something positive like if you're training regularly you're training four or five times a week dude after like four or five months of that the the resistance that you sometimes have to get into the gym is almost completely gone because it's so routine that your body can't like needs it your body starts to crave it so going in the resistance that you have when you train like oh fuck that i don't want to go in i don't want to do this that goes away more and more and more when you have routine mm-hmm. and then when something like this happens you get a vacation for two weeks or mm-hmm. three weeks fuck is it hard to get back to yeah. work cardio right? is i think the first thing to go <laughs> i went downstairs to buy like the noodles and then when i came up i tried to take the stairs and i tried to walk like two at a time try to walk really quickly and then by like the third floor i was like oh i'm gonna die i couldn't even imagine it's like i'm gonna die i was like i need to sit down and i actually had to sit down and then after i caught my breath i went up imagine if you had a roll no. Like, <laughs> no cardio at all, man. Dude, there's going to be so many outer shape people. Yeah. This is going to be the most outer shape most a lot of people have been. I mean, a lot of people have been... A lot of people are still working out. Yeah, but rolling and running. like... Running. Yeah. A lot of people are still running. Yeah, but there's other shit that you can't do. Like I wish I liked running. I hate running. 
Be, I'm not gonna do it. If you're a, like a weightlifter, or if you're a, but rolling like that conditioning is gonna go. You can't see anybody. You can't go to anybody's house. Yeah, you're but everybody else to... is not doing it as well, so you'll be okay. <laughs> Dude, I think there's... We'll all just drop, and then we'll just go back uh, together. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's oh, dude, Everybody it's gonna be... was going to come Imagine back. Imagine the first day of Stronghold. <laughs> Somebody's going to puke. <laughs> the first night back in class. It's yeah. going to be disgusting, dude. People are going to be dying. <laughs> it's going to be so rough, but people are going to be enthusiastic. I think the energy is going to be yeah. pretty high once we party. can start back up. Well, party. I think we'll do enough of that in the month <laughs> that we have off that we won't need to justify a party. A rolling party. Well, we'll do that anyway. Mm. Yeah, this is supposed to be a martial arts podcast, but there's just nothing, nothing happening. <laughs> you can talk about old fights. Enlighten me about your favorite fighters. There haven't been any fights in... What was the last fight? They did the UFC beat. Did the UFC in Brazil like last week, two or three weeks ago. They canceled the Khabib Tony fight again, which is fucking annoying. Now they're going to go forward with Justin Gaethje. I think they should just wait, man. I think they should wait to book Khabib and Tony again. This is September. No, but they're going to book. They're going to. No, no, no. They're going to do that. I think they're going to do the Tony and Gaethje fight next month. They said uh, March, second week of March or something like that. That's fine. I don't think Tony's going to. Yeah, but if. if Lose. Tony loses that fight, then one of the best fights lose. in the history of MMA is gone. Don't you want to see Tony versus Gaethje? Fuck no, not compared <laughs> to Khabib. <laughs> yeah, I, not, I mean, it's a good fight, I don't know, but... I still want to see both, because I want to see Tony fight anyone. He's he's so good. Yeah, but you, it's all about when, right? Like, there's a reason when Floyd fought Manny Pacquiao, no one gave a fuck. Because it was five years too late. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been losses in between. It's the same thing with uh, the Joshua, Wilder, and Tyson Fury shit. Once Anthony Joshua lost, all that shit was gone. Now, maybe they can build it back in the future. But the thing with Tony and Khabib, they're both 12-0 and in, in the UFC. 12 straight wins. They're both champions. No one beat each other. They're, they both have the longest to- division. Tony has lost before. Yes, but in the last 12 fights, he hasn't. Mm. And Khabib's 12-0. And, and so it's like they're both 12-0 and in their last 12 fights. They're both undefeated, basically, in the, in the last five or six years. The fight's been canceled so many times. Everybody wants it. They're gonna if Gaethje can win that fight, and he might. You, Tony's I, getting older. Really? Gaethje just like fights and just he's like Homer Simpson. He just gets beat, yeah, beat, but, and beat. But Tony gets hit, oh. and that's the problem, right? Tony, but so does fucking Gaethje. I mean, Tony can for sure win that fight, but dude, like this has been fucked up so many times. Just wait, just wait. But the problem is, how long do you want them to wait? Isn't isn't Ramadan this month or next yeah. month? Um, I'm not really sure. I think that's around, around now. that's why they're not booking the fight. Oh, because Ramadan. He's celebrating Ramadan. Yeah, so for a month he can't, he's not doing shit. I thought he just can't get out of Russia. Well, that was why they canceled it originally, but the reason why they can't rebook that fight immediately is because of Ramadan. Because he's not in fight shape. No, because of Ramadan they can't eat during the day and can't drink water. Oh, right they're and, fasting right now. Yeah, well, oh. whenever in between when they. I didn't know that it. was the fasting part. I thought Ramadan is the the. Celebration. No, I think the actual month of Ramadan is next month. Maybe I should look that up because mm. otherwise I'm going to sound we like see, a fucking we sound like idiots. I don't know what Ramadan <laughs> is. <laughs> Sorry, all my Muslim homies. Yeah. We have a computer here that I would try to not use, but okay, Thursday, April 23rd through May 23rd. Okay, so there you go. Sorry, my Malaysian homies and my Singapore Muslim homies. So they're all fasting now? April 23rd, it starts. Eight, ooh, just a few days. Sorry, Ahmed. 
Sorry to <laughs> all my Malaysia friends who are going to be in quarantine, starving. Dude, could you imagine? Oh, my God. These people are going to be quarantined, not able to eat or drink. <laughs> the food is I there. I know. So they have to stay in their house. They can't even go and just No, but themselves. they're used to it. I don't know, dude. You can, yeah, eat, but, you can eat when the sun's set, right? Yeah, when the sun goes down. Okay, yeah. But, you like, that's the only thing you can do just when you're then home just is sleep eat and drink. The, sleep for the whole day and then wake up at yeah. night. Yeah, that's the, the move. Yes, actually, you're that's, totally that's the best. Change your sleep schedule yeah, for a month. Dude, just wake up at like 5 a.m. when the. No, sleep at 5 a.m. You wake up at like 12 at night, midnight. Yeah, that's the move. Although you would have to then change back your schedule. I don't know, is it worth. <laughs> it would be five hours only of a week. <laughs> Although the sun's set at like 7 p.m., right? They can just wake up at 7 p.m. and then go to sleep at like 5. Mm that's what yeah, my debt schedule was like. Oh, I need to make a new one. All right, I'm on my second glass I of whiskey already. I need some ice, dude. That's the problem, but I don't want to leave. Why don't you just drink a beer? Nah. Okay, so this is my glass. That's about <gasps> what I'm going God. with. Ugh. It's maybe two shots there, or three? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to fill it all the way up with Coke, so beep. Just that's probably two shots. Yeah, at least. Double shots to move. I can always just taper off after we get 20 minutes in. If I feel, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I got tissue. Just sit, sit, sit. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Get the tissue. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not really thrilled about the Justin Gaethje fight. I mean, that fight's going to be insane. He's one of the most interesting f- and exciting fighters in the history of MMA. But, dude, come on. Khabib, Khabib and Tony. And Tony. Yeah, we've been waiting for so long. I know. I was so excited for this fight. Maybe it's cursed. Maybe Five. you should, we shouldn't yeah, do no it. Yeah, no shit, it's cursed. <laughs> Five cancellations. Maybe we shouldn't do it. No, you got to do it. <laughs> like, fuck the Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck you, fate. We will keep doing this until they're dead. Did it beep? Uh, five seconds. <clears throat> okay, here we go. There okay, it is. Next go. beep. I hope someone does this with us. I hope someone feels just like a complete degenerate. There, you know Maybe what? Maybe no one does, this. and only you think so. I know. No one probably will. But I'm still enabling him, so. <laughs> Your whole family enables me. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Your mom always brings me booze and shit like that. Mom doesn't even care if I drink anymore. She used to. Yeah, we used to, like, try to hide it. I don't know why. Yeah, because I always thought that my mom would care, but they don't care. And then my mom just keeps buying me more alcohol, and I'm like, okay, maybe I just can drink with her around. Yeah, you should. You should drink with her. I didn't drink with my parents for the first time until I was 27 or something like that, 28. Mm. And so it's good. This- my mom gets drunk after, like, half a beer, though. Yeah, she, she had half of my beer. She keeps asking me if she could have one. I'm like, you can have more than one. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. just one, just one. <laughs> like, it's the craziest thing she's ever heard, is if she has more than one yeah, beer. Yeah, she drinks, like, one glass of wine about this much and then that's it i mean honestly i listen you don't need that much alcohol really one is good enough but i I understand vices right like i understand drinking and smoking and all that kind of shit but what i can't understand is people like your dad who have zero vices i mean he smokes i guess excuse me but he smokes but he doesn't like do anything else he gambled he used to gamble yeah but he doesn't do that anymore but it's just like he doesn't go out he doesn't hang out really with friends he doesn't drink he doesn't like you know those people that are just like crazy sober like so, like uh, sobriety for them is almost a drug like they always talk about because they want to i mean they want to stay 
like uh, they want to be a good human being. I know, but if I see <laughs> if I meet somebody who's got no vibe, like they don't drink, they don't smoke, they don't really party, they, they work don't out, go they usually out, work out, super they healthy, have a job then that, that they focus on. Then that person has a skeleton in the closet. That's what I'm saying. That person's done some shit, like because something either insane happened to make them do Maybe that. They just wanted not to anything. No, no, no. Do think so? Dude, people are fucked up. There's always like, and I kind of like it. I want, I like interesting people who like. Be- I like interesting people who've done like crazy shit and kind of figured sorted their life out when fucked up shit because that's human, right? It's really interesting to watch that. But when you see those like squeaky clean people who don't do anything. You ever meet those people where they like kind of... serial killer? Yeah, exactly. Like, they give you a fucking creepy vibe, right? I don't know. No, there's I've people like that. I've never met anyone like that before. Oh, dude, I've met, I've met plenty. I know a lot of people that don't have vices. They don't smoke, they eat healthy, they work out. Uh, pretty that. common in Singapore, yeah, and they, Yeah, it's pretty common because that's what your parents bring you up to be. Yeah. God, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone fucked up. Like, I need someone who's got, like, flaws that keep it together. Those are the cool people, right? Those are the people that... You know that they've seen Those some shit. Those are the bad influences. They got it past. No, no, no. But the ones that get it together, not the yeah. ones that rot in jail or fucking. The drown ones in their that do addictions. heroin and then go to work. Yeah, I'm not talking about those kind of people that like drown in their addictions. I'm talking about people that have like, you know, drink maybe every weekend and then well, have fun. I mean, it doesn't even need to. That's be that, like but. that's like most jujitsu people. Yeah, because being healthy is part of the lifestyle. So like, yeah, that's one yeah. of the best things. About I think it. any normal person wouldn't want to be choked at their like free time. So I think all the jujitsu people are a little bit fucked up. That's why I like them. That's why it's the best community. It's the best community that I've ever seen or ever been a part of. Because it's like not, it's not enjoyable at all. So why are we doing it? But we still want to do it. And then it's always, well, gym is like building up. Well, There's so many people. It's enjoyable. Everybody wants to get like choked and shit. I know. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. It's fucking awesome, dude. That's why I love Singapore. You got all these nerds that don't give a fuck and they just want to like <laughs> strangle people and shit. And then in go their free time and, and be go, strangled. And then go be an accountant or a lawyer or something else for their day job. That's how they find excitement in life. Yeah, totally. But it does actually, like, there's so many other benefits that you get from training martial arts. It's not just the fitness and all that kind of stuff, but it's like when you're around people who are also trying to improve their life, they're trying to get better, stronger, faster, healthier, better diet, blah, 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 blah. Like, that shit's infectious. And once it starts, once, like, that health infection takes place, takes control of your gym, then everybody kind of gets a little a little piece of it. I think, I think it's the community part of it. Like, you almost have, like, a, a family outside of your <laughs> actual family. Yeah, yeah. And that was what got me to stay, I think. Yeah, no, the skills are what get people in the door, but then the, the mm. community is what keeps them there. Yeah. Right, and that's it. And for me, like, the community for martial arts in general is the most interesting group of people that I ever meet because those people seek discomfort in their spare time. They they go from their job or their family to or their kids or whatever to do this extremely difficult discipline of getting punched, kicked, choked, taken down, whatever the fuck, right? Like, all the crazy shit that you do on a day-to-day basis if you're at a gym, an MMA gym. And those people are just fucking awesome, man. Like, every gym that I've been a part of, there's all these medical doctors that work there, lawyers, and, like, all these people that have really good jobs. They just like to get fuck people up in their free time. And those people are cool. It's the opposite of when I was, like, trying to be an actor, which was the most toxic community I've ever seen. (laughs) 
<laughs> I cannot believe that you were actually an actor. I mean, you can see a little seed of it, though. I can right? see a bit of it, but... Because I, I like the I podcast, can, I like to communicate, that's a part I of my life. I can see why you stayed in it for so long, too, even though you probably didn't like it. Fuck no, like, I can see a worst. part of you that would stay in something that doesn't... <laughs> that you don't... don't actually are not sure of <laughs> well i think the podcast is my <clears throat> so it's my way to express the things this is so is real the <clears throat> acting is not real <laughs> yeah. well even the acting can be interesting but it's the people it's the people and it's the it's the no, i'm sure actors are cool like some actors, some of them for sure but but it's the structure right it's like how do you get a job if you want to be an actor you have to go to an audition what's an audition an audition is it's a place where you go where a casting director has complete and total control of your ability to work and what you have to do to appeal to that casting director is totally different for every person that walks in the door, right? Like who are you reading for? Most of the time, like when you're a beginner actor, you're going to cattle call auditions. So you're going to an audition every week where it's like you read one line to get a bit part in a shitty commercial or like, you know, something or a lot of people do background work. People be extras. <laughs> if you're an extra on set or yep. if you're like, that's fucking miserable work. And it's like, but you get paid good, right? Mm-mm. No. I mean, for one line, no. compared to your work. Yeah, but man. the odds of getting a lot of this, I mean, it's basically, it's it's throwing... Dude, it's just saying one line and you get, like, what? How much? If you get cast, but to get cast, you have to go to hundreds of auditions. Why? And it's like, imagine... It's the for f- one line. Yeah, exactly. Why? But there's a Because there's a hundred actors trying to get that same one line. Uh, yeah. And it's like, and you, so you have to go to hundreds of auditions. Beep. And you have to go to, when you go to the hundreds of auditions, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, right? Eventually, you'll get something, mm. right? But you have to go to, it's it's a probability game. And I wasn't willing to do years and years of going to these cattle call auditions in order to try to, like, get into these casting directors' network, which is what you need to do. They need to see you over and over and <laughs> over again. Everything is so, like, pretentious in this. <laughs> but I can yeah. see the, like, the, the art in acting. Oh, yeah. Like, so it's get- fun. Because yeah. you get to play someone else that you're not actually, and then you, you get to be in that moment and all it's that. Qu- it's interesting. That's fine, but like the other part of it is like I don't want to be any <laughs> in, yeah. involved in that. That's why I think when I found podcasts, that was my way to express the things that I wanted to do when I was an actor in a way that's more suited to how I like to do things. Because like I don't want to go even now if if I got a good role, I would totally be interested in doing it but I'm not gonna do that shit for all those years like, you don't wanna and, go audition and like put yourself out there I, I don't mind auditioning but it depends on the role that you get to audition for like that's the thing right when you start out you're not getting to audition for like major movies oh, you right? just get I mean, like the you get the that you did yeah, you get shitty stuff right I mean that's and then if you do enough shitty stuff for enough years the casting directors who are in control of the broad scene will start to know who you are and then maybe when you get integrated in that community you can start to get decent jobs but it's not like you're auditioning for good commercials or but movies. also like this you don't know what the right uh, route is it to success in acting yeah, that's true that's if not- you just meet someone and you get lucky then you'll become like I don't know Brad Pitt or something <laughs> but well there's definitely an element of luck involved yeah. in it for sure right there's most of the actors be like Either go to porn star or like. <laughs> Whoa. That was a hard. What? Most actors. Modeling or like. They come from like be, being porn stars because they're already very famous or like modeling because they're very good looking. Well, there's definitely the modeling and the good looking thing. That's, mm. that's definitely part of it. But it's just like, you know, I thought about today and like before I got paid to do yeah. martial arts, I think I had to train for seven years. No, more. I started jiu jitsu in 2005. 
And so, yeah, dude, it took me like, and I started 10 years, eight to 10 years of training before I ever got paid anything for jujitsu. Yeah. And I thought about it. Sounds about right. Yeah, exactly. And (laughs) I thought about it and I was like, well, first of all, when I made this podcast, my, my general idea was three years. I was like, I have to do three years to really see, to give it enough of a chance to be, to understand whether it's plausible as a form of, to make income or if it's just going to be something that I like to do. And then I thought about it. I'm like, three years, that's nothing. Like three years, I mean... I was a purple belt after three years, but, like, I couldn't teach anybody. Like, I could train as a purple belt, but, like, the idea teach of... Teach kids. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think a low-level well. blue belt can teach kids. If yeah. they're a good... You can start to right. teach kids, but you're, again. you're certainly not going to be good. Yeah, you got to learn. And then I was like, okay, if I... And I thought about acting for a second, and I was like, okay, what if I'd done that shit eight, for eight years? Maybe I could have made some progress, but... God, my day-to-day life would have been ugly. Like, going to auditions and just getting these scripts and reading them and go doing... You really do feel like cattle. It's a cattle call audition. That's a perfect way to describe it. Cause <laughs> it's your, the, all your people yeah, around you. All and then you're, there. like, looking at you and, like, and eyeing you down. And, like, seeing, like, oh, okay. He, he's got he's got the high cheekbones and whatnot. <laughs> but it's you know why it's so funny? Because basically what it will be is people are going to read one line. And it's usually, like... Maybe if it's a good part, it'll be like a scene, which is maybe like one to two minutes of back and forth. But generally, it'll be like a line or a couple sentences of something that you have to read. So when you go to these auditions... But do they give you what you want, what they want? Like, um, this guy has to be loud, he has to be like aggressive. They'll communicate with you and give you the kind of general ideas of what they're looking for. But it's so funny because when you sit in the audition rooms, it's basically like 30 people... Between 10 and 20, it depends on how far along in the in the auditioning process you are. Mm. A lot of good stuff. You have to audition like four or five times over a period of one or two months. Why do the, people have so much time to do this? It, well, it's just one line, dude. Their career. Exactly. So <laughs> 20 or 30 people will be sitting in a room trying to read one line with all these different inflections. And, you know, it's usually like a commercial for fucking like... If, if you're in the U.S. for like prescription medicine, or it'll be like uh, side effects, blah, blah, blah. exactly, <laughs> exactly, and there'll be this dumb shit that you have zero connection to, and you're just trying to like find ten ways to read it because when you go in there, you got to give whatever your interpretation of the best way to read the line is, and then you get a little feedback from the casting director. And they're like, "This guy knows what we want." And they're like, after no, no, saying no. This. You wish they said that." <laughs> More often, they're like, oh, I want it a little bit more like this. Or could you do it a little bit? Can you go a little like... And you're like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're reading like a fucking script for a hemorrhoids commercial about rubbing ointment on your asshole with all these side effects. Like whatever stupid <laughs> shit it is that you're fucking reading for. And you're supposed to be like really interested, right? Like you're selling this. So you're like whoring yourself out for whatever <laughs> fucking shitty product this company that's willing to pay like for a commercial. Dude, like- it's and that's your day-to-day <laughs> life for years if you want to be an actor that's not like, you know, fucking t- a 10 model or fucking, you know what I mean? Like, can have all the skills, singing, dancing, whatever. Like, you know, if you have the skills, then you can get pretty far pretty quick if you have subsequent skills, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people are really good singers, dancers, and that shit will get you far. But if you just want to, like, read a fucking commercial or a movie line or ad or something, it's so benign. Because it's totally personal preference. Impossible to prep. I mean, you can 
learn the lines and try to give some different takes on it, but it's totally subjective. So when you're trying to think of how to prepare for this, there's really no objective measure where you can say like, okay, this is what most people like, or this is what I should be doing. Cause it's totally like, <laughs> does this gay casting director find you attractive? Does this like, <laughs> it's really shit like that. Like, is this fucking casting director trying to Harvey Weinstein, some girl that he thinks is hot. Seriously. <laughs> I went back to New York in, uh, 2000 and I was training for my fight. So it would have been It's like, if you suck my dick, yeah. I'll give you this role. It was 2000. <laughs> I think it was 2012. Oh my god. That I went back. So I was in New York visiting a friend uh, before I made my pro debut. So I went to Canada to train and then I stopped off in New York. Mm. I gotta make another one. And so I stopped off in New York to visit one of my friends, my old roommate Gavin. And Gavin is a he's a model for uh, GQ. I mean, the f- most handsome motherfucker you ever met. Like, you, you almost want to punch this guy. He's so good looking. Like, ridiculous, right? <clears throat> it's not Hector. No, it's Gavin, the guy that I live with with him. And uh, so I was going there to visit him, and these girls came over and told us a story about how the girl that I also went to college with her, she was in a different group than me, but we mm-hmm. went to the same college. She was telling me that, like, one of her most recent auditions, she, she, uh, they tried to do a, a casting couch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no, 100%. I was like, are you fucking kidding no, me? No, they were filming because For those of you that don't know, Charmaine, I'm doing most of the talking. Describe to the audience what a casting couch is, please. So it's like the girl <laughs> would be sitting on a couch, and then the guy would be like, oh, how old are you? Oh, shit. So you it's spilled it. Stop worrying it's about like, this. <laughs> how old are you? You know, and then she'll typically say like 18, 19, or 20, and then he will fuck her on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to like sugarcoat it, but you, you did not. He will have sex with her on first camera. Of all, and she will have agreed to that. First of all, she's never 20. They're always 18. They will say that they're 18, they're but they 18. might be like 25 hey, or something. Hey, don't. But they look 18. You're not allowed to ruin my porn. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I went, and this, this girl was like, yeah, I went to this audition, and it was literally... She said it was the casting couch. But did they tell her that it was? No, no, no. It was supposed to be a... Surprise for her. Modeling. No, no, no. That's not how they do it. Surprise no, no, no. for It's a modeling gig, dude. No it's way, not a dude. fucking, like... You're not walking into... What was he telling her? Hey, we want to shoot some, like, nude photos of Oh, you. yeah, dude. And then she's like, okay. No, 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 no. They don't tell you. They No, no, no. It's, it's, this is the one thing that's they actually... They don't tell you. This is the one thing that's actually like a porn. Beep. Right? Like, you, usually if you... There's, like, so many porn memes, right? Like, it's, like, the janitor or the pool boy or the whatever. <laughs> Here's one of the real porn memes. One of the real porn uh, realities. And the reality is women who are trying to be models or actors will respond to these ads that are on wherever. And so, because it make them, makes them famous? Yeah, because they'll be like, oh, we got a print model ad. But We're like, looking for X, Y, and Z, and then you go, and then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I do this, I do this, it's, it's modeling, and they'll start you out slow, right? They'll be like, oh, it, you know, it's modeling, and when you're there, you just have some to, pictures. You just have to and wear the like, schoolgirl outfit, and no, then no, no, the next no, time no. they call you. It's not even like that, but you take a few pictures, and then they're like, okay, listen. So the ad was for this, but I actually have a, a different publisher who might want to work with you. It's it's topless, so it's not nothing crazy, right? It's artistic. It's just you know, it's it's this and it's this, and you can totally release. You you can keep it all private. We'll go with you, and then she goes to that one, right? And then the girl that responds to that one goes to the second shoot, and the second shoot is like, hey, listen, we have this guy here. 
you know, we're going to have you record with him and, you know, it's topless or whatever. And it just escalates and escalates and escalates. And that's fucking real. I know several women that have told me that. They were actors in New York. Yes. They do it. No, 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 no. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. But they knew just from the meme, right? Because everybody knows about the casting count and who this kind of thing happens. And with young 20-something-year-old girls who want to be models, are you fucking kidding me? So you think they're it? not going to... Yeah! Why don't they... Why... <laughs> Hold up! <laughs> By the way, this is me talking to my wife about casting couches. This Who's is what happens like 20 during... years old, 21 years old. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Firstly, just... I would not fall for that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, if I was that guy, you would have fell for it maybe years would, ago. Maybe I would, maybe I would, If I was I the guy who would just release shit without telling anybody, if I was that dude... Don't think you're so If I was the revenge porn guy, I'm not, but if I was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this conversation... Beat, beat, <laughs> beat, by the way, beat. So they did the casting couch, and then, like, how much would they get paid for that? I don't it would be released, right? Without their permission on... I mean, yeah, you, you actually can't release it if they say you can't. Like, you have to sign the shit. But, you know, it's just like, it's gradual exposure, right? What they do is you so go... So they're trying to integrate them to porn. Slowly, right? Like, you go, to the, the you go to the first porn. one and they take pictures. You go to the callback and then when you go to the callback, it's like, okay, this one's... This is a little more risque. You're in a bikini. And then you go to the next one and it's like, oh, you're taking a picture and you're like, well, hey, listen, I know this guy that, you know, can do some, like, tasteful nudes, right? And then after... The, and it just over time we'll start to go down that route a lot of times it's fucking perverts who aren't even really connected and they just use that power dynamic i'm sure a lot of girls get the get the messages from the instagram or facebook about guys who want to take photos including you (laughs) including you i've seen your instagram fucking dms dude how many girls (laughs) so if you're one of the a lot of girls if you're one of the three women that have ever watched my podcast I guarantee Three you. Women? Yeah, I think one it's like, dude, it's like a hundred percent. You can check the, you can check the <laughs> statistics in the YouTube. Point is, dude, every girl that I've ever known or been with has just told me over and over and over again about these dudes crawling in their DMs, like saying all this fuck that you've. How many My times point have you is just me? don't respond to those people. By the way, not only have you showed me, people will ask why I'm so cynical about these jiu-jitsu coaches and all that shit. <laughs> not only has it happened to you, but it's happened to you multiple times by coaches who we all know. Trying to be like, oh, girl, you look fucking good in this. If you ever lose your boyfriend, fucking slide no, in my I DMs. I don't even say that. It's just like, you know, I wish I could, hang I, out. <laughs> I wish I could say names. I wish I could say names. I can't say names, oh. but I wish I could, because... But it's the... It's drink, by the way. <laughs> starting to get a little buzz by now, guys. It's only been three. It's been three 40 minutes, but you should be like... You're going slow, dude. Going slow? It's 40 minutes in. You should be like... Oh, no, wait, it's not 40 minutes. It's 20 minutes, because we did about 10 or 15. Sorry. So we're probably... Let me see what drinks <laughs> are. 20 minutes, three, two and a half beers. Let's see what drinks are. pretty good. On. We are currently on drink number 21. Okay, so you're good. That's yep. correct. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what you're saying. <laughs> Something about, I don't know. Oh, the guys that slide into your DMs. Oh, that shit's real. What about the guys that slide into your DMs? That hasn't happened since, <laughs> that hasn't happened since I was an actor. It has happened before, dude. When I was an actor, yeah. Gay dudes love him. Yeah. He looks like the... Many gay dudes have loved me. 
<laughs> the gay. I went to <laughs> your best friends, right? Well, people <laughs> love me like that. What the fuck are you talking about? Sorry, Hector. You're Sorry. gay and you're my old roommate, but he never once tried to seduce me. I gotta say that. I gotta just be honest. I don't. I didn't hear it, but I just assume. Although I have had that because I was one of. It's so funny to talk about my like acting. Oh, you remember right? that time when we went to Newton to eat and we got really drunk and then you needed to pee and then you went in and then <laughs> the gay dude that was standing out there he went in after seeing you go in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, this guy was thirsty. He was so thirsty. He went into this like the the urinal right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> dude, listen. Most most What's Singaporeans. I'll be honest. Most Singaporeans have no game, but the ones that are super aggressive. That's a different breed of Singaporean. Okay, so Charmaine and I were at uh, Newton Hawker Center, or we were going there or something like that, and I walked into the bathroom. Beep. Beep. And then as soon as I came around, like, you know, you have to walk, if you know those stairs at Newton, you have to, like, walk down the stairs and then you turn into the thing. <laughs> so there's this dude sitting there, like, smoking a cigarette or using his phone. It's fat dude, by the way. Yeah, fat dude. <laughs> sitting there, and he's just outside the 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 bathroom like standing the, the doors doors like right here and he's just sitting there like smoking looking at his phone or something and i walked by him when i walked by him he gave me the eye contact and i was like oh shit and i know that fucking thirsty gay dude eye contact because i was i went to a school for drama oh with 80 percent gay dudes okay? i saw it too because i was like i'm gonna wait for you outside because i don't need to be yeah. and then i saw him just like yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't innocent. It was like, he was hungry, dude. He was like, he was like that. He was getting heart palpitations and shit. And so I walked into the bathroom. And as soon as I walk into the bathroom, like, I'm three steps in. I see this dude peel around the corner, right? And I was like, oh, that's weird because he was just standing there. And then all of a sudden I walk in and he, so he just rips around the corner. And then, so I immediately noticed him because I noticed the look. And then when I walked into the bathroom, I noticed he followed me right in. I was like, oh, well, he was just standing outside a second ago. So what's going on? Then he comes and stands right next to me. There's like, like five urinals. There's five urinals on the wall and he steps right next to me. And you know, if somebody stands right next to you when you're taking a piss, if you're a dude, and there's all these free urinals with one in between, then you go to the one where there's a space between. You don't go, anybody that does that, dude, that's like a universal gay sign for suck my dick in the bathroom. <laughs> seriously this is like universally known how do you want to find out if a dude is gay walk into a bathroom and take a piss right next to him when you're the only two people in the bathroom and then look over at him <laughs> right like make eye contact with him yeah so he looks at me and i'm sitting there taking a piss right he looks at me and so i like scoot my hips in right i'm like <laughs> i know, I know I'm, I'm like you did not earn this look at my dick i'm not gonna give it to you i know how gay men work <laughs> But so, so then I, I, I know right away this dude's thirsty. I've just been around too many gay people, right? So I get, I get up and I leave the bathroom. He fucking peels off right behind me. And the first thing that I said when I came to you, I was like, did you see that fucking gay dude? I, I was like, yes. Straight after I walked it's in. Like I, was, I was enjoying this moment because I, I like, knew you came out and said that. Beat, by the way. Yeah, that was, that was exactly what I thought it would be. And then we were at uh, Krabi. Uh, we were walking past a restaurant. And there were like some drag queens. Can you call them drag queens? I mean, that's what they were. So. <laughs> yeah, you can call them that. They were like, I mean, they looked more beautiful than the women because they were so tall. Settle down. <laughs> Settle. Dude, they, they do had, look really good. They had beards. They had like 
huge boobs. No, <laughs> they didn't have really no, no, no. Not huge boobs. They had broad shoulders. Well, That's very different. And then they were like pulling you to Be- try and get into the restaurant. And then, and then I think like they were all eyeing you. So I'm sure, you know, gay men really have a thing for you. I'm not usually one to brag. <laughs> <laughs> but gay men historically love me. I have no idea why. Because <laughs> you know what's weird? When I moved to New York, right? I mean, I'm a fucking hillbilly, right? I'm a deep rooted hillbilly. I'm from the sticks of West Virginia. Certain points where I grew up in my life, there was nobody around. Like, nobody. We're talking the sticks. What's the gay population like? Zero. 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 But when I moved to New York, gay men men like that. Because you know what gay men's favorite thing to do is turn straight men gay. That's like gay people's favorite thing to do. Why would they do that? It's just their thing. It's just their thing. You know, because men... Because men are like that. Men try to like... But they're already I'm, gay. I'm if not they gonna say. I'm not gonna say this person's name, but you know exactly who I'm talking about. Of a straight man who wanted to turn a gay woman gay, who we are friends with, both of them, and you saw this happen. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, I know. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, but to be fair, he was drunk, so he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing. He has a special be- type of taste that he likes <laughs> in women. But it's that impulse, right? It's that impulse where you're like, no, no, I know what she needs, or no, I know what he needs. This, this dick. I have That's the what, recipe. This is what she needs. I've got the secret recipe. Okay. Okay. A little bit of oregano. You know, a little bit of my cock. <laughs> that's the secret. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, this is getting pretty bad here, guys. I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get pretty drunk. I hope this podcast is fun. <laughs> We're gonna start talking about more like uh, real people shit. No, let's keep talking about gay porn. <laughs> no, nobody wants to know. Gay slash porn, not gay porn. That was our previous. <laughs> that was our previous point of conversation. Anyway, the point of all this is that I remember. When I moved to beep, when I moved to New York, yeah, there it was a lot of literally. I'm not even joking. I think the seventy to eighty percent of the guys who were at this college that I went to were gay, and it's because <laughs> it's a musical theater college. Did everyone think you were gay too? Everybody thinks everybody's gay a little bit. You know, it's like it's like American gay, which is like, but it's, always, eh, it's maybe only, it's depending only on the, the male, right? Like most. But the girls probably are just normal. Well, well, this is the weird thing, right? Because 70 to 80% of the population was gay, 100% of the women were thirsty as fuck. So they were very straight. Yeah, because <laughs> most of the women were straight, but most of the men were gay. Oh, so so if you're a straight really dude, if you're a straight guy, yeah, you'd be getting bro, a lot of this, is the, this is the place to be. This is the place to be. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's you want to Now I know. It's counterintuitive. Now I know. Because this is the best part. If you're a good looking straight dude, everybody loves you. The no, gay guys, the, the women, girls, the like girls. everybody. Every, or, or at the worst case scenario, everybody's like, well, you know, slim pickings, so he's he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. We'll take him because he's the best out of the bunch. Yeah, exactly. There's like five other people, so I mean, just by process of elimination. <laughs> And if you're one of those single guys that's taken, like, <laughs> check it off the list. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I remember as I went there from West Virginia, I never met, did I meet anybody gay before? I don't think I met anybody that was gay before I went to New York. And then when I went to New York, most of the men that I was around were gay. <laughs> so it was really... So you're best friend as well, right? But, I mean, I'm, I don't give a fuck. I never gave a fuck. Even when I was little, like, I'm, I'm not a person who ever had to grow up. I'm not going to judge of... anyone for being gay. Like, they like what they want. They like what they like. I was never the person that had to, like, outgrow homophobia. Some people do. Like, some people that I know... But why? I don't feel, like, any different being with a gay person or 
being with a straight person. Yeah, but you're, which is weird actually, because you're in Singapore. But if you're in the conservative parts of the world, like if you, I'm not being, religious or anything, so I don't think it's a sin to but like if you're in the, same sex. But if you're in the Muslim world or you're in the deeply Christian world, yeah, which is where it's I came a sin from, or whatever. which is where I came from. So if you were of that, if you were from that area, like I don't even think they're flawed for liking the same sex because it's a, like biologically. To reproduce, you need well, a sperm and an egg. <laughs> so- some, sometimes it's biological, dude. I have, and this is the real thing. You know, the, there's studies actually on the amount, the percentage of men and women that are like sort of, uh, not gender fluid, but like kind of sexuality fluid. Like there is, women, for example, are more likely to be with men and women than men are. Women are like, because it's not some so, women. It's not so, uh, <laughs> How are you gonna go with this? Not go so. You talk. You talk. Explain this. To Help me. No, no, no. I'm not helping you with shit, dude. I can't because, explain this. Because it's not as bad as like, Beep. like for a woman to like another woman, it's kind of hot, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. On behalf of all men, thank you. But, thank you. But for a guy to like another guy, it's not hot for a woman, unless she has some crazy fantasy about gay dudes. <laughs> Yeah, which is, well, you just clearly illustrated the point. And the point that I'm trying to make, sorry, I was pouring whiskey. The point that I was trying to make is women will generally be more like men. It's okay, I'm just trying to show off to these guys. It's college, I'm experimenting. That happened to me one time. It happened to me one time. <laughs> no, I'm here. One time. This is the one, one time in my life. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned this. Because, listen, I'm trying to give good content here. And these are all real stories. And I'm talking to my wife. And she doesn't give a fuck about anything. If only you people knew how much of a freak my wife is. Because stop that. <laughs> okay, so here's my story. story. Here's my story, right. I was at... We, oh, God. Okay, hold on. I gotta top up here. I was at a party one time, and it was in the dorm. It was in my college dorm. And uh, I think we were all kind of drinking downstairs uh, in the common area, but then we heard rumors... As you do when you're in college. We, we heard rumors that, like, these two girls were upstairs fooling around. And, like, like publicly. Like, they were doing... Publicly. They wanted people to see. Yeah, they were doing it. And people were telling people about it, right? So I was like, okay, I'm just going to mosey on up and see what the fuck's going on. Right? So I go up. I go up to this room. And it's... God, I, it's so bizarre. I forgot How about this. How many girls? No, no, it's, it's, it's two girls. It's just two, okay. But there's, like, 15 people, watching. guys, watching... And they were okay with it. Yeah, I mean, they were. <laughs> no, it was. It was encouraging them. Oh it was encouraging. They're like, okay, we'll do this because well, they're so watching. I don't think there was a single girl there. Honestly, the two girls were making out, and they were like, they were on the top bunk of a bed. I mean, they weren't just making yeah. out, dude. They were like, they were groping going each there. other. They were going there, and then the more people that walked in, initially encouraged them. It was just a right? kiss, and then after. Three people walk in. They were like, okay, yeah. we're going to go there. And it's like a small room. And there's like 10 people just watching them, right? And these girls are going at it. And then somewhere, like halfway in between, they kind of realize that, oh, this is escalating. Yeah, it's right? crazy. This is be- people are filming? No, no, no. No one was filming. But it went from like a couple people and a joke to like 20 people standing there like... Watching them. Mentally jerking off to this, right? Like it went from like... like <laughs> What's it, mentally jerking off? It, it went That's from explained. like... It went from, like, slight voyeurism to, like, this is a spectacle. Like, it, it escalated, right? And uh, and then so somewhere, like, after a couple of minutes, the girls started to realize, like, okay, this is... We should stop this. Getting out of hand, right? <laughs> getting out of hand. 
And then they kind of just naturally dispersed, and then everybody applauded, and you know, like literally everybody was like, "Yes, yes, thank you." We approve of what this is. Be, we approve of what this is. We don't know exactly what happened, but God bless America, kind of thing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And that happened when I was in college, so I don't. Does that happen it? No. <laughs> no. 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 Polly, or does it happen? I mean, the craziest it? thing that happened was probably that guy that was peeping on the girl when she was showering, and then the girl probably got a lot of money because she sued him and all that. Oh, that's it. I'm sure there's been some sex scandals. I, you told I, me a few about I, Singapore, right? I think I read like one on Storm. There was one girl who had to write a like a like a report or something, and she wrote about her encounter on having sex in the school library. And of course, the professor was like, "This is not, this is not acceptable," and then got her expelled from the school. That was the craziest thing. And then Neon Polly, where somebody had sex on their rooftop. Yeah, that was the other one I was thinking of. That was rooftop. crazy. That was crazy, but that's not as crazy as yours thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, and this is not unusual, bro. If you go to any university in the U.S. Beep. Listen, dude. American universities are insane. Yeah, insane. I want to experience that. That's pretty. You cool. should. <laughs> it's fucking surreal. Yeah. Like it is. Just, just imagine a high schooler and then a, a secondary school student in Singapore. Like they're uh, so much. Yeah, dude. They're different. Yeah, they are different. <laughs> they are different. Even the middle school kids in America and then the primary school kids, they're different. Well, I had sex for the first time. When I was <laughs> going almost, there. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. I told you all this. You you know, I don't give a shit. Like it I'm is what it is. It is what it is. Like it, I don't care. Like, for me, <laughs> I think I was almost sixteen. I was technically fifteen, but I was almost sixteen. Oh. And so basically six like two months, a couple months away from being sixteen was the first time that I had. And I was later than a lot of people. Maybe What is the normal age for that? I, I would say around there. 16 is probably the average, if I had to guess. For, I mean, for a guy, yeah. No, for both. For both? Well, I mean, statistically, it would be... Because there are a lot of uh, teens that are pregnant from uh, younger than that. That's right? true. There were women that were pregnant in my high school. Rare in Singapore. Rare. Common in the U.S. Not super common. There's like 16 in pregnant. But common enough that everybody knows. Yeah. And and that, I think I was... But even if you're like 19 and pregnant... What's the average in young. Singapore, if you had to guess? For for pregnancy? No, no, no. For first time having sex. Mm, probably seventeen to nineteen years old. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking nineteen twenty. I think seventeen is young. Yeah. Like probably. What percentage of people would you think? Yeah. Eighteen or nineteen. I'm thinking like graduation. Like in the U.S., if I had to put a time frame on it, it would probably be like entering high school a year or two into high school. After when you go to JC or Poly. That's when people start. Well, even a lot of the academies and natural body <laughs> interactions between guys and girls. Because in like secondary Be- school, it was the weird. But the weird thing is too in Singapore, a lot of the schools are single gender. Yeah, the Catholic schools. Which is the worst thing you can do, I think. Yeah, and the girls become lesbians. The girls become lesbians, and the people become <laughs> awkward. The people yeah. become awkward. Well, homeschool—that's the worst. Well, I don't know. Here's the question. I think right? homeschool is the worst. Here's the yeah homeschool's worse, but here's the pro and the negative, right? If you were to pick, would you rather your kid have sex two or three? Be like years? the forty year old version or like the fifteen year old version? No, let's go with like a more. No, <laughs> that's not. It's the extreme. Let's go with yeah. Let's go with a more reasonable perspective, right? Would you rather have your kid be socially sort of responsible? 
but slightly naive towards sexuality, and they they carry that awkwardness into their adulthood. Adulthood, or someone who had sex younger, who had sex sort of younger and sort of knows what's going on. They're less naive, but they stand a chance of sort of putting their life onto a different per- track younger because they made a mistake. The second one. Really? I think I think it's better for them at least. With other, like that, with the interactions with other people, if they just like experienced it earlier and then got over it and then became a better person, rather than like be in this like, like 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 don't know how it feels like until they're like thirty or forty. It seems to me it would be weirder for them. The experience would be weirder for them, and the like realizing what you missed out mm-hmm. will be bigger. If they're, like, older. And here's the other thing. Do you think... Okay, let's say you're 30 years old. Can you make up the sort of natural charisma that you have from learning how to deal with people at a younger age? Can you eventually make that up over time? Or, like, if you don't have a sort of charisma by the time that you're 18 or 20, is that just kind of gone now? I don't know. That's a weird one, right? Because... A lot of people have charisma and they get charisma from Even being, when they're young. Yeah, yeah. But they get it also from being highly socialized. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I think socialization it's just like is the key. Knowing how to interact with other people. Like I'm sure some people will be able to socialize with other people even if even if they're homeschooled, but most people cannot. So would you rather have a a a, a kid, a child that is Slightly naive, but extremely intelligent. Like high EQ. Or... Low EQ, high IQ. Or, yeah. Or would you rather have a kid that sort of is very good, high charismatic... High e- IQ. Not IQ. Like, I'm not saying they're not smart. I'm just saying they're kind of like, you know, that kind of intellectual thing is not their forte. E- Obviously, like, both is ideal, right? Yeah. But, you, you know, what do you think the trade-off is? How much time can you spend studying and avoiding direct socialization because you're trying to learn or the American style, which is like high socialization, but like all of the stuff like studying and tests, like that's just less important. I think you just need to know like what your kid is good at. Like if you, if your kid is better at like socializing and making friends with their other, his or her peers then you should maybe focus on the IQ. <laughs> and then if your well, you kid can't... is, like, really smart and, like, being, uh, like, able to, to to put a square cube into a square hole, then maybe focus on the EQ, like, making friends. Well, you, you can't really change IQ. IQ, apparently, you're you born can, with. You, no, but you can still well, educate you can, them. You can increase your... But IQ you can, is, we, like, what you is You can it? increase your EQ, but not your IQ. What's IQ? It's intellectual quotient, right? Yeah. Isn't that... What, so, you, I mean, no. The theory is that you can... You can change... You can your, change both if, no, with can, enough time. As I understand it. Yeah. The IQ, you can't, be, you can't be changed. You can change slight degrees with how much you perform on an IQ test. Yes. But they give these kids IQ tests when they're, like, four or five years old. It's, it's sort of the innate... If I'm not mistaken, the, the human what, nature. what an IQ is, is a test that sort of, uh, beep by the way, is oh. a test that sort of describes your innate ability to solve problems. It's not like... Like what's already in them. Like you can't really coach them. Yeah, cause, because it's like, it's like how do you incorporate these shapes together? And you're five years old. Like, mm. You got to figure it out yourself. You can't yeah, really but it doesn't it. take things into account like how sociable are you, how 
how, what's your EQ, right? Like those kind of things. So are, we can only teach that then. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the what the line there is. It's interesting though, because Speak what again? Oh god! So quickly. It's now. starting to speed up, dude. I'm gonna have to pee pretty soon. We're in an hour. We're in oh, an hour already. Right? This is starting to blend together. Yep. I'm gonna have to pee pretty soon. Me too. You too? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just. So we might have to pause it entirely. And okay. Then let's start pause it now. We are at 49 drinks out of 60, and we are 40 seconds in. Yes. This uh, is this is a weird podcast. I <laughs> but I feel like because I'm having it with my wife, that it's. We don't have to post it, or it, we can post it. No, we'll post it. No, like, or we post it. <laughs> listen, if I listen, if I can have a conversation, I hear it first, then. if I can have a conversation <laughs> with my dudes, like my bros. But I'm not your dude. Which is even which he makes it great. Saying, he keeps saying that I'm his dude. And I I'm call his you bro, dude all the time. I'm like, I'm not your dude. I'm what? Your bro. I'm your wife. <laughs> This is shocking to me. Is it shocking? Yeah, I thought... Listen, if I had to call you one word, it would be bro. Bro? <laughs> Why I do just, you want to fuck your bro? You <laughs> <laughs> don't want to do that. In a, well, <laughs> in exactly. a way, I want to fuck my bro. No, you don't. You're my bro, so right, let's maybe just, I want to fuck all my bros. Just move on, because I don't know why I said that. I, <laughs> Maybe I should consider fucking all my bros. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, everybody. This is... What's the opposite of escalating? De-escalating. De-escalating. This is going down fast. <laughs> and I'm going to have one more one more drink. What, how many have you had? I've hit four. Oh, yeah, we're, four. We're getting there. All right, everybody. We're going to pause. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back soon. This is the Stronghold Podcast. <laughs> Power Hour Quarantine Edition. And we'll see you soon. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is the Stronghold Podcast, and we are back. We're on minute <clears throat> 49 of 60 <laughs> on our power hour, and I'm starting to get pretty buzzed, dude. Yes. I've been drinking whiskey. How many beers have you had? I've had four. Four. You're going kind of slow. Is this slow? Usually, it should be eight and oh, okay. an hour. Well, I'm not trying to. You can see Charmaine is wearing cat ears. He was talking about it in the last podcast, and I just thought that I should wear it because I I embrace it. I like my cat ears. You're, you're a closet furry. That's I'm a, not that's a furry. the secret here. You're a closet like to, furry. No, I'm not furry. I don't dress up as an animal. In the last podcast, Major didn't know what a furry was. What? Yeah. That Can you explain shocking? what a furry is? A furry is someone someone who wants to fuck an animal. No, <laughs> just people that like to dress up as animals and fuck. Uh, that's like the whole thing <laughs> that's what it's in on the Pornhub no what <laughs> that's the whole thing yeah, is no, that you're I sexually mean, attracted to people dressed up as animals I think some people just like to dress up as animals and some people like to fuck those people yeah, dressed up as animals people, some people everybody likes to fuck something <laughs> <laughs> well that's true by the way if you are a parent of any of the children that we teach mixed martial arts to don't ever show them any of this. No, please don't. don't, don't this them, is not for them. Do not let them watch this. Don't let them watch this. <laughs> if you're watching this and I teach you and you're a child, go away. This is not for you. Because if parents knew that I said this shit, it's one of the weirdest things that actually... I've had maybe three or four parents come up to me. A couple of them actually have said that they didn't... They found out about the gym through the podcast. But a few of them obviously have found out about it because they train at the gym and i've had a no most of the things that you're talking about is about martial arts and about fights yeah but i can't really separate it 
right? Because I kind of just say what I say and it can go to a whole myriad of directions. But the issue is that I've had a few parents come up to me and be like, oh yeah, I, I, I saw you on the podcast. And then they bring their kids into the gym. And I'm like, what you, you heard about me from the podcast? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and you're okay with me training your children? Like, it kind of freaks me out. Only in the context of people hearing about me from the podcast. Because I don't censor anything. I don't censor shit. I've, I've censored one episode ever. The one with Chris Tang. Yeah, that was because you're talking about Singapore. No, that was because I talked about race in Singapore, and then people... That's a sensitive topic. But I've talked about it in other podcasts, and no one's gave a shit. I don't know. Maybe I don't have much reach, so for now, for now it's not it's a big okay. deal. But if I was somewhat popular at all, maybe more people would be upset by it. But like, <laughs> Then you're fine. Don't worry about it. But if you only knew me from this... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you talk about a lot of stuff here. Well, it's but mostly... You, but it also makes you seem real if you like put it out like that. So people want want someone who's real. I appreciate that because when people say that they've just found out about me through the podcast and they ever come into the gym, I'm like, oh. Just don't think about it. (laughs) Don't think about what you say on your podcast. Think about the good stuff. We just talked about porn and casting couches. We might not put that on. Gay. Like like a gay dating habit. I don't know. No. Well, yeah. You did. You kind of. <laughs> you were way too happy to indulge in the conversation. So well, I'm drunk, so hey, <laughs> don't blame me. It's not like we're drinking. Oh, by, <laughs> by the way, we haven't even started the timer again. So, oh. if you're watching, <clears throat> and you can hear this, and the sound quality and video isn't shit, we are at minute 49 of 60. We're going to start back up right now with 40 seconds left. Three, two, one. Power hour is back in, <laughs> and I'm not. I don't know. This is fun. I like this because people can see how I talk to you for <laughs> for once. Most people, their only information about how you and I communicate is how we are at the gym. Which is it quite is. Different, it is. Which is quite different than this, right? Yeah, how we are like at the gym is kind of like that. I think we just are like that in general. <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to hide anything. I'll be a different person when I'm talking to you in front of someone else. But most people do. Yeah. No, I think. No, no, most people definitely do. The only issues I've ever had with the podcast were people be people that said they didn't want to, like they said something they didn't like or they canceled the podcast because there was some issue that they had with either what they said or how they were perceived or, or something like that. So people are aware of it. But you and I don't really have a filter with each other ever, which is crazy because compared to my last marriage, it's like so different. Well, there must be some filter. <laughs> Dude, I don't... I honestly... Real talk. Uh, there's nothing. There's like nothing I don't say in front of you. It's it's incredibly rare. Honestly. Seriously, real talk. You can ask any of my friends. There's nothing I don't say to you. Which is not how my last marriage was. So this is somewhat new in my life. But there's literally... N- I got Nothing. 100%. I told you when I went to the strip club in Bataya, I told, I told you so much fucked up shit. There's not a single thing I've ever done that I haven't told you about. Well, I, I don't think it's that bad that you do anything that you do. <laughs> so you can tell me. It's pretty unusual. I, I think, always though. laugh when even if it's like, a, you know, I don't know, bad situation. I always just laugh because it's just how I cope with 
situation. Yeah, but you, you say that like I'm coming to you with like fucked up shit all the time. It's like he went to a strip club, his friend took a picture of the girl, he got in trouble, and then they were like, oh, we, they didn't want to tell you because they were afraid that you are going to get mad. I'm like, why? Why would I get mad? I told, I told, you told him instantly. to go to a strip club. I told you instantly. I'm trying to think of the most fucked up thing I've done since we've been together. I mean, I don't, I'm not really like that guy. I'm not really like a party animal. If I do party, it's with but you. But even if it's like fucked up, it's like to what person? Like what person would think that's No, it, it, it depends on the, depends on who, who's receiving the information. Because some women are a lot more tolerant than others. There's some guys that are just basically like on a leash, dude. Like, they, you know, you know people like that. They won't do Unless anything. Unless you told me that, you know, you're suddenly gay. Then maybe it would be like uh, <laughs> that would be the way to get you. Yeah, huh? that would be. <laughs> don't I'm just now I, just, I know. <laughs> no. Yeah, we just watched that video. What was that video yesterday we watched? What video? Remember the who the bleep that I marry? Yeah, that's our yeah. new show currently. You yes. sit back a little bit. Your head's getting cut off. <laughs> you yeah. see me now? Yeah. I'm just yeah. afraid you can't hear me. Uh, scoot forward a little bit. You're sitting back quite far. Like that. No, no, scoot forward. Yeah. Okay. okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm making sure your cat ears are in are in video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched that show. Who the bleep do you marry? And it's basically a YouTube show that talks about like all these fucked up marriages that. That's always girls. It's always like the wife that's like, oh, I can't believe he was like a, a fucking uh, gunman. One that kill me. Well, the last one was about Grin. some go- the governor of New Jersey. That who who was gay? Yeah, and then he said he was gay in front of. Everybody in Yeah, inter- interesting story. Real story, if you're interested. It was like, uh, there's a politician who in New Jersey worked all the way up to the governorship. And during his uh, cycle of being the governor, came out as gay and having sex with, like, one of his campaign his campaign manager. And, like, there's this same video you can watch of him resigning. And his wife is in She's the background, like, like, with this creepy fucking smile yeah. on her face. And you can't be mad at her. She didn't know because she found out like the night before, yeah. and then all of a sudden she found out like, oh, your husband's gonna, your husband, husband governor, is gonna come out with a gay affair on TV tomorrow. We want you to be there. <laughs> like that's the craziest shit I've ever he's, seen. He's gonna resign, and you're gonna just <laughs> hear him resign and say that he's gay, and like your eight years of marriage is. Fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty bizarre. Oh my god. They had a kid, right? I think they yeah, they had kids. Yeah, they, he had a couple. So he's mm. kind of gay. Not really. Mm. Not really, <laughs> not really gay. Oh. I don't know. You it's know, they're, it's like we were talking about earlier. There's these gender fluid people who oh can, god. like, who can kind <laughs> of change. But listen, if you're a guy that's, like, attracted to women and men, like, and you're just like, you're just like, yeah, I mean, you can be anything, right? And you're just choose like, one. That's yeah. what everybody wants you to do. Choose one. Like, you, you want a guy want? or a girl? What if you don't want it? Then what if you're like... be in a relationship What if you're like, I just want girl. the best thing that's in front of me? Mm. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What if you're like, I don't really have a preference, just who's in front of me right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in, in our conversations, you're going to come across as the one who's more like, conservative than me. Yeah, because I am. <laughs> people, people watching this are going to be like, dude, Charmaine's like homophobic and shit. Uh, like, homophobic? She is, I like gay people. I know. I'm just I'm fucking, really you have several gay friends who we both know. <laughs> I'm just hoping I come across as the tolerant white dude. Because uh. <laughs> I look like it. You know what I mean? I look like the guy that's, that's super gay friendly and everybody loves. 
are you? <laughs> Beep, by the way. Beep. I'm just wondering if we're missing some of these. Are we missing? I think we are. I hope we're not. I'm pretty sure we are, though. We keep an eye out for it. I try, but I can't really control it. Anyway, what were we talking about before the break? Hmm. Can't remember. Something to do with... <laughs> well, I don't... I don't know. I think it was, like, gayness. <laughs> we were talking about when I moved to New York, I think. And we were talking about what it was like. But, okay, so we'll go back down that line. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I remember when I first moved to New York, dude. It was, like, quite extreme for me. Because I was never a guy that was, like... Beep. Uh, that was resistant to, to gay people. I just never met any. And mm. so when I moved there, and it was, like, most people... Yeah, I, I think, like, one of my, like, biggest... Uh, uh, dreams is to like get a, a gay friend like a gay friend not you have just, I have multiple les- gay no, friends I have lesbian friends I want oh. a gay friend I want a, I want a gay dude that yeah. I can like just be friends with <laughs> is that different it's different I think it's different because gay you, gay guys are like girls oh you want the gay guy straight girl relationship you no, want, you want like relationship. I just want a friendship. That's a relationship. <laughs> okay, I yeah. mean, you you want to be the person who's like some gay dude is bitching at about like yeah, his yeah, like, oh or yeah, his ass is so nice. Whatever. Yeah, you want to be that guy. Yes. No, no, that girl who has the gay friend. That's what. Yeah, I want. so you want to be the receptacle for all the gay drama yes. in, in the world. But I can't really get that in like a jujitsu community because most guys are not gay. <laughs> but you know what's weird? There's a lot of lesbians. There's a lot of lesbians. There's no gay dudes. A lot of lesbians. Have I ever met a single gay guy that trained? I don't think I've I met. I think you know one because I, I was told that. Yeah, but one. we're not supposed to talk about that. We're not supposed to talk about that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true too, but I've heard some. Well, I'm sure there's some. Definitely, it, at least. Just statistically, few. it seems like there must be, right? It's impossible if there's no gay people in our community. There's definitely some. Well, if there are, they're going to new fit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the lesbian community. Both, dude, both. This is the lesbian community. If you're gay and you find out that there's a, a gym owner who's also gay, you're, you're going to go there. I guess. I disrespect. That seems, that seems like a, yeah. I miss being the gay gym in Singapore. We were the lesbian gym in Singapore. That's the gay gym in Singapore. <laughs> I know so many lesbians in Singapore. Uh, but who do I... I don't think I know if anyone's officially gay. No, I don't know. But I know no, I don't so know many lesbians. No, I don't know anyone is flamboyantly gay. Yeah, but I know so I want, many lesbians. I want a flamboyantly gay friend. <laughs> do you think it was hiding more in Singapore? Or do you think Be- it's like... Oh, yeah. We're for sure missing some. So do you think they're just hiding? Like, the men are more... No, they're just into other things. Like, I'm sure a lot of pole dancers are gay, who are guys. All of them are gay, if they're guys. Really? Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> who's a pole dancing guy who's not gay? Or just even a dance instructor, anyway. Like, most of those guys, if you're a they're dance gay. instructor, like a, an acting coach, mm. if you're a singer... Or if you're, or like, a... someone who teaches how, how the models how to walk... And you're a guy. Remember I showed you that? (laughs) Remember I showed you that video the other day of that gay porn director? Oh, yeah. He was like... (laughs) (laughs) It's like Jordan. over and touches. Yes. He's like, this is what I want. That. And then... (laughs) 
Yo, there was a video on Reddit, and it was like Reddit r dash not suitable for work funny. If you're not on that subreddit, he's like, don't people, hold the wall like that. You need to go like. Yeah, you gotta arch your back, and you gotta like thrust Stick your butt out. Yeah. Drink, by the way. Oh. But yeah, it was funny because I showed Charmaine this video. And it was like this clearly flamboyant gay dude. And the girl's like, okay. Bald yeah. guy. That? Okay. Wearing like the most ridiculous outfit ever. Who's like, someone's recording him. And he's a porn director. And he's showing all <laughs> of the people. Or this woman who's the actress, like, all of the poses she wants to do. And he's like, slamming his hands up against and the wall. Like, arching <laughs> his back. And then he's like, on all fours. And he's like, looking over his shoulder and back. And then he's like, no, no I want you to spread it. Like, spread your punch cheeks. He's <laughs> like... And it's this flamboyantly gay dude look doing Look up. It. You gotta look up and then and the, <laughs> and the best part is the girl. Because the girl's so enthusiastic. She's like, I understand exactly what you're going for. She's like, yeah. I never thought of that. I never thought of, like, spreading my cheeks. Why? This is... You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> She's like, that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That shit was hilarious. So this is what I show my wife in, in our free time. This is what we do. It's quarantine time. By the way, we just did... Ugh. Well, the next one is 60 of 60. So this is our last drink. 20, 22 seconds. I still have one more can. Oh. Ooh, you haven't even finished six? You've been cheating. No, I have not. That's what that's what it means. Yeah, you haven't even finished this bottle, so you're cheating. I finished a lot of it. That's like a quarter. Of Dude, that. a third a bottle of a whiskey quarter. compared to six... I don't know. It's not a third, it's a quarter. That's a third. Is that a third or a quarter? Leave it in the comments. It's a quarter. One, that's a third. I think a, well, a in quarter. In a quarter. A quarter. One fourth. One over four. Dude, you've had six beers. I can do that. Like have, my fucking. Oh, I had five. Oh, last beat. Last beat. Cheers, everybody. This is the last drink of Power Hour. We may have skipped some. I don't Cheers. Know. Maybe we did. I'm so Asian now. I've got a chopstick in my drink as a stirring utensil. You see? You see how I've incorporated your culture? Not appropriated. Incorporated. Yeah, incorporated the Chinese culture. But... Not appropriated. Incorporated. Guess what I said? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't understand me because I'm Chinese. I rub you wrong time. <laughs> Which I've said to you many, 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 many times. times. He, call me, he calls me Ching Chong. That is a term of endearment. <laughs> yeah. I never call him Angmore, but he calls me. Why haven't you? This surprises me. Because it's not something that is like rolls off the tongue. Angmo. Yeah. It's Angmo. Yeah, but you think. Angmo. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Say it again. Angmo. Angmo. So there's no H. It's, it's like. It's not Angmo. <laughs> it's like Ang M U M U Angmo. 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 It's what my grandma says. Yeah, that's my name, according to her. Mm, yep. That's my identity. My father calls him Angmo too. We made real progress, though. Yeah, he's re- he likes him now. He actually lets him eat his food. <laughs> he always made food for me. I remember the time he made me spaghetti. Yeah, he he tries. That was racist. <laughs> that spaghetti was so bad it was almost racist. Uh, you you ate the whole thing, so because I chose something about because I respect my fucking elders. Okay, you were like that was so nasty. That was so bad. But, but I never said it to him. He had it. Never said it to him. This is southern etiquette. And then my dad uh, rubbed your leg when it was bruised up. No, he did that to be a dick. No, he was trying to rub your... I couldn't walk for days. He would do it to me, so why would he do it? 
wouldn't he do it? He was enjoying it way too much. Uh, maybe he was. <laughs> I, I hurt my foot I one day. I don't blame him. <laughs> I rolled my toes in the mat one day. What I like, I, th- I went to kick Charmaine when we were sparring one time, and my plant foot. I kicked her, for example, with my right leg. So my left leg, the one that was on the ground when I kicked, as soon as I turned my hip, my toes rolled into the mat, in between the space and the mats. So I fucking rolled my ankle so bad that I couldn't walk for like two, three days. And I was just hobbling. And like, I mean, I couldn't put any pressure on it. It's not like, you know, I was limping around. I couldn't put any weight on my toes at all. No, you wasn't even able to walk. I wasn't even able to walk. And then... The second day, Charmaine's dad, like, knocks on our door. And he's like, oh, yeah, come out here. So I'm like, okay. And I go out, and he puts my foot. And my foot was what was fucked up. He got, up. like, a, a heart-boiled egg that was hot. And then some ginger wrapped around it. And he's heart-rubbing it. Wait, well, I mean, I appreciated the intent. He was... But I was like, oh, it hurts here. And he started pushing <laughs> with two fingers into the painful spot. And I slapped his fucking hand off. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let me be clear. This doesn't hurt. You can't touch it. It's not like, oh, this is like... It's like, no, you gotta rub the... No, no, no. clots out of it. And I had a lump. <laughs> I had a lump on my... If this is my leg, if my left finger is yeah, my lump. leg, that's what the lump was. And he's like, lump. let me push right into that. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> let me just be clear. I can't put any weight on this. And he's like, let me just fucking smug my fingers in there. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna punch you. Like, I'm not gonna dick. I'm gonna hit you in the face if you keep pushing. I don't know, like, I rolled my ankle when I'm trying to kick someone. I can't put any weight on it at all. And he's like, let me just shove my fucking fingers in there. But, and I was I mean, dying. You let him do it anyways. And your face, I because could not tell that it was painful at all because, like, you were just, like, sitting like that. Because I can't punch your dad in the face. That's the only reason. And I was like, does it hurt? You're like, you're like, yeah, it does. <laughs> that was the only reason I did that. Because if I punch your dad in the face, you're going to be upset with me. Oh, we'll be very And I'm not going to give your dad the satisfaction of knowing that he hurt me. Ever. Okay. I will die in that spot. And I will smile. Because right. I am not in pain. That's good. <laughs> I think he... He healed his leg a little bit faster. Than you gotta was. lean back a little bit, dude. We're cutting he, off half your head here. You, you, he healed your leg a no, little bit. No, he made it way worse. No. Hold on. So I have an idea. Here's what we do. What? You break your leg, right? I'm <laughs> gonna take to my fingers that. and I'm gonna shove them right stop. into the spot where the break happened because you gotta heal that shit, dude. You gotta heal. It. You can't just let it heal. You gotta jam shit into the painful area. Really, what circulation? <laughs> That's some horse shit. Why do they put a cast on something so you can't fucking touch it? No, That's if like, you broke your leg, but which you didn't, obviously, you just sprain your ankle because you stepped on it. Okay, so sprain your ankle. I have an idea. Let's just shove crap into Blood it. Blood circulation. I trust uh, Chinese medicine. Well, that's your first Be- mistake. <laughs> That's your first mistake was trusting Chinese medicine. I have an idea. You want to get your dick hard? Here's some tiger rhino horn. Because everybody knows that keratin will make your dick hard. Well, rhino horn. So take some fingernails. Rhino horn gets your dick hard. Yeah. Not your ankle healed. Right. So, so you're not taking the right shit anyways. No, Chinese medicine. <laughs> Here's some here's some fingernails. Oh here's some fingernails. Let's and put that horn water. Does it not work? Let's put that into a drink. Tell me, it does work. Drink because some fingernails. I take it and the, it does work for me. Yeah, drink some fingernails and your dick is hard. It's amazing. It's this weird thing that nobody knows about. It's like herbs and fingernails. What is horn made of? <laughs> we looked this up. Go ahead and tell me. Uh, keratin. Keratin. Yeah. What are fingernails? Uh, 
Keratin. <laughs> okay. Keratin. That's it. Everybody knows keratin gets your dick hard. You can look up every uh, medical paper. Rhino horn out. is not the same thing as antelope horn. Just so you know. It is actually. It's is the it? same thing. <laughs> it's exactly the same thing. Yes. Please cut yes. that part out. Rhino <laughs> horn and is keratin, and fingernails are keratin, and also antlers are hair keratin. Okay. So rhino horn makes your dick hard. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the weird thing about that, right? Is like, there's a whole industry. This is the thing about Chinese medicine. Like, I'm not saying that Chinese medicine doesn't work. It's a lot of, like, sexualized. Yeah, that's the weird thing, right? It's like, snake, uh, snake water or snake soup makes your dick hard. Or, like, tiger, everything makes your dick tiger hard. Tiger balls <laughs> make your dick hard. Tiger no, balls. I'm not gonna ever eat that, but like, if when I was young, my grandma gave me like a lot of herbal drinks to drink to get rid of chicken pox, and I never thought that that would work, but it did. For a week, I drank well, the water that she made me, and then I but got in a over week, it. Your but chicken think, pox are just gonna go away. Yes, I think that if she, if I hadn't drunk drank her herbal juice, I would have healed anyways. So yeah. it doesn't matter, and I just think like. Chinese medicine sometimes is placebo, but sometimes it's not. Well, yeah, there's no sometimes, question that, I mean, like... herbs help yeah, you. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Even even the stuff like, um, you know, if you if acupuncture and the cupping and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to say it doesn't work because I've never done it. I just think it's not fair to say it's that. It's like, if you have cancer, maybe don't drink the Chinese herbal drinks. Like, or if you. you have a limp dick. <laughs> just get Viagra. You know what doesn't help a limp dick? West Keratin. Keratin. Yeah. You know what does help limb dick? Viagra. Yeah, is... it does help. Listen, it... I've taken Viagra. That shit's hard as a post. It works. Okay, it fucking works. Just trust some things, but don't trust others. Yeah. What's the best Chinese medicine herbal thing? Like, what's what's had... number one? For a sore throat. Sore and, throat. And, 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 cough. and cough. What's it, though? What do you take? It's like the... It's just the herbal drink that they sell at the... But is it like, is it like an antibiotic in it? Like a natural antibiotic? Or what is it? That... No, it's just an herb. I don't know yeah, what the what's herb the herbal... is. But they make it like, and the water is black. And then it tastes good <laughs> because they add sugar into it. But you drink it, and then you feel good. Maybe and, then, just... and, then, and then the antelope horn water, I, I, I must say it works. Because every time I, I have like it, it... It tastes medicinal. Every time I have it, it works. Like if I have a fever, I drink it, and then I don't have a fever. Well, you're gonna heal naturally. Yeah, but you can take vitamin C too, and that will. But you have to. I'm not gonna say antelope pond water is better than vitamin C. It's you can just take any one of it; it will still work. But you know what's weird is even vitamin C is bullshit. Like it's not just Asian medicine. Like people taking vitamin C, there's been tons of placebo works. The placebo works. People thirty like yeah. 20 to 30 to plus percent of the time. You can measure the placebo effect. But you know what's weird is like, nobody talks about it, but like, even like I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about like, what are you doing doing quarantine? He's like, oh, I'm taking vitamin C, I'm taking vitamin C. I'm like, I'm like, dude, every, like there's actual studies that you can look up and talk about the amount of vitamin C that your body can actually retain. Process. And based on the amount that is actually like efficient and, and put back into your body and what you actually piss out. You don't eat so much. Yeah, like a thousand milligrams of vitamin C. You don't even you need 500 milligrams. You can't absorb. Exactly. You don't need even that much. So these things like if you get the redoxin or any of those pills or any of those uh, effervescent things that dissolve in water, 
Like, statistically speaking, that has not showed any results. It's actually better if you get your uh, nutrients from food. Yeah, like I mean... real you, food. Oranges or... You know, I mean, you can get the daily allowance. I mean, it does help. For example, and this is true of all vitamins and supplements. If you have a deficiency, supplements can give your immunity something that actually... There's beneficial, Yeah, but you right? actually need to see a doctor. No, 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 prescribes but- you... Like, if you need more vitamin D because you don't go out as much as yeah. other people, then you take that. Well, you can objectively test that, first of all. Yeah. But but second of all, like, yeah, what's your regular... Are you vegan? Okay, well, then we may need to prescribe some protein supplements. Do you have a vitamin C, a vitamin D, a vitamin K, whatever deficiency, based on your natural sort of uh, yeah, processing? Yeah, like, if you're a woman... Then who, you might need that. ...who's pregnant, like, there's a kind of supplement yeah. that you need. Or if you're, like, a man who is very athletic and goes out... Workout even B12, like you yeah. can get B12 shots, those vitamin are actually D, B12, uh, vitamin C. But I think most people need vitamin C, that's yeah, why but, they're but most people like protein and like all these other uh vitamins that you take. Most people in their standard diet, if you're eating somewhat healthy, you have all of the supplements already in your system. If you have a little bit of fruit, if you have if you, if you eat meat, meat you if you eat meat once or twice a day, you have all the protein. But you need to eat different types of meat. Like you need the organ meat, you need the real meat, yeah, lean well, meat, and then you need fish. You need well, biodiversity. So a lot is of really, things that you need, That's but why, not really. I think I think fish oil is good. Like, fish oil is definitely good. Yeah, you should fish take oil fish oil supplements. Good. Omega three fatty acids. If you have omega three fatty acids, like you get in salmon, that that's really good shit. B twelve is good. Yeah, vitamin but C is most good. of the stuff that you get. Listen, I'm a firm believer that there's like one or two supplements you can take that will actually help you creatine is one of them that's been proven it's one of the few it's one of the most studied supplements that you can look up is creatine creatine is one of the few things that will actually increase your strength it's not like you take it every day no we have to cycle on and off of it but even protein most people don't need protein most people don't need vitamin c most people don't need a lot of these things that you get carbohydrates a lot of these you know I mean, if you look at a lot of these proteins and a lot of these supplements, they all have sugar in them. Mm. You, you don't need that. You don't. Need, no one needs. No one in modern society needs more sugar. Hundred percent. So if you, if you're taking this shit, unless you have a deficiency, like if you're a vegan with protein, or if you, you know, you have a vitamin right, supplement, right. you need vitamin D because you never fucking go in the sunlight. Then okay, maybe you need to take vitamin D. Vitamin C. If you've never eaten a fruit in your life. Then maybe you need a vitamin C supplement. But most people, unless your natural diet doesn't include those things, you just don't need to take it. Unless it's something that you need a lot of protein like or a lot of uh, vitamins like protein. But if you eat meat, you don't need it. Like you're going to eat enough protein through your regular diet of eating meat two or three times a day that you probably don't need to take the protein. But if you're a fucking weightlifter who's smashing it all the time and you're destroying your muscles and you, uh, you know, 12 eggs for breakfast. Yeah, then, then then maybe you need the protein. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm gonna take one I more. I need pizza. Oh, thank God. <laughs> like, I, feel I was such like, can a I piece ask you? Shit, dude, just throw it out there. You go first, there. You go first. okay, everybody. <laughs> this is a stronghold podcast. Just we'll be back. Turn it off. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We are back with the stronghold podcast. We've both gone to pee. And now I'm wearing a Pickle Rick hat. I bought it for him. He didn't ever wore it. <laughs> you did. I he never it. wore it. You know why? Because look how ridiculous it looks. It looks on me. too okay. big on its head. You ready? I'm going to pull it down all the way. Ready? And go. <laughs> Just talk about 
No, we're just having a normal conversation. And I just thought it would look good, so I bought it for you. No, you bought a... Yeah, for sure. For I appreciate a very good guy, but he's not a it. typical American guy. Because I love Rick and Morty. And I'm, we have a mug, Rick and Morty mug, and we have a hat. Problem is, it doesn't fit at all because you bought it from a white person website. I need Ongmo size. You're supposed to be Ongmo size, but you're yeah, not. Yeah, but you bought regular white person size. <laughs> so that's the problem right now. But I'm still going to wear it. I haven't rocked the Pickle Rick hat, so i got to loosen it up. But now this is happening. He's a little bit fatter now because he hasn't moved for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I'm also a little bit drunker because... Okay, so this is what we're doing. We're going to drink our last drink, <laughs> which for me is that. Put it up. Put it up. You this pull. is the whole thing. The whole thing is mine. Because you're so slow, dude. We're both pretty drunk already. And we've already talked about some things that we probably shouldn't talk about. And that we will edit out. No, we're not going to edit shit. Why are we not? Because <laughs> my whole marketing thing behind this is that it's unedited, uncensored. <laughs> Un, it's uh, long but form. But there's some shit that I said that I don't want out in the world. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. Too okay. bad. Okay, so we'll drink our last drink. Drink it. Drink for the camera. I already had it. This is different uh, from the regular Karen. I don't want to taste it. I'm on whiskey, dude. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I got it. this can of Sakura Kirin. I don't know. It's some pink. It doesn't taste like normal Kirin. Never had it. I don't know. Tastes a bit different. Oh, so we were talking during the break. We're talking about something quite interesting. Teddy Roosevelt. Yawn. Teddy Roosevelt. Hey, Teddy Roosevelt is extremely interesting. First of all, the reason why Teddy Roosevelt is interesting because he's a martial artist. He's a martial artist. He did, uh, he practiced judo. He practiced jujitsu. He practiced boxing. And the story that I told you that will blow your mind. First of all, we were talking about. He got blinded. Well, yeah, that's, hold on. So that will lead up, we'll build up to that. We'll build up to that. But you were saying that your the reason you thought of Teddy Roosevelt was because of teddy bear. I love bears. I love like bear stuffed animals, any sort of bear. And I, I think that Teddy Bear was actually a Isn't that called a, because a Roosevelt. of Alfred? So Teddy Roosevelt was a president of the United States. I think he was the sixth no, twenty sixth. I I mean let me look this up so I don't sound like a <laughs> fucking idiot. Which I already do. Teddy Roosevelt is the what president of America? Twenty sixth president. He's twenty sixth president of the U.S. One of the most interesting presidents. Uh, first of all, he was a martial artist, and he was a he was a Republican, but he was very much for the people. And Teddy Roosevelt and FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, were actually cousins. And FDR was the president through the beginning of World War II. So he wasn't even the real Teddy Roosevelt. He, there was someone else called Teddy Roosevelt. No, no, no. no. Rose- no, no, no. <laughs> Roosevelt. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Roosevelt is the family, right? Oh, it's the whole family that ran two, for the president. There were two Roosevelt presidents. There was Franklin Roosevelt and there was Teddy Roosevelt. They were cousins. I thought they were the same person. Nope. So, two different wait, Teddy Bear was named after Teddy Frank Roosevelt. I don't know that. I, that's, that's what I'm going to look up. I Teddy think, Roosevelt, I think it is. Teddy Bear. Okay. <laughs> Ironically, it's one of the first things to pop up. Exactly. So you're not the first His name person. is Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear. Okay. The, Teddy the story of... Um, let me just read this because it's the first thing I saw. Teddy Roosevelt and the story of the Teddy Bear. Did you know that the Teddy Bear was invented in honor of President Theodore Roosevelt. It all began when Theodore Roosevelt was on a bear hunting trip near Oswald, Mississippi in November 14, 1902. Mississippi's governor, Andrew Longino, 
had invited him, but unlike other hunters in the group, Theodore had not located a single bear. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Let me see. <laughs> so he was a bear hunter that was a failure at bear hunting. Let me read the next paragraph, and then I don't know what this paragraph is going to be, but... Roosevelt's assistants, led by Collier, a born slave and former Confederate cavalryman, cornered and tied a black bear to a willow tree. They summoned Roosevelt and suggested that he shoot it. Viewing it as an extremely unsportsmanlike, uh, Roosevelt refused to shoot the bear. Oh. The news of this event spread quickly through newspaper articles across the country. The articles recounted the story of the president who refused to shoot a bear. However, it was not just any president. It was Theodore Roosevelt, the big game hunter. That was kind of sweet. He didn't want to shoot a bear that was made out to be shot by him because he had not shot a bear or because he went on a bear yeah. hunting trip. So l- let me read the rest of this. Just cause I was going to stop halfway, but there's only two more paragraphs. Okay. And then we'll give some context to FDR. Oh, sorry, to Teddy Roosevelt. FDR. <laughs> so Teddy Roosevelt. So uh, going on. So this Clifford- was the one after FDR. No, Teddy Roosevelt was first. So, hold on, let me finish. Okay. Clifford Berryman, a political cartoonist, read the article and decided to lightheartedly satirize the president's refusal to shoot the bear. Berryman's cartoon appeared in the Washington Post on November 16, 1902. Uh, Morris Mictum, uh, a Brooklyn candy shop owner, saw the cartoon and had an idea. He and his wife Rose made stuffed animals, and Mictum decided to create a stuffed toy bear and dedicated it to the president who refused to shoot a bear. He called it Teddy's Bear. Oh, so, uh, after receiving Roosevelt's permission to use the name, Mictum pa- uh, mass-produced toy bears, which were so popular that he soon founded the Ideal Toy Company. That to this day, the teddy bear has worldwide popularity, and its origin can be traced back to Theodore's fateful hunting trip in 1902. That makes me like Teddy Bear even more, <laughs> because that, of, the, of the fucking reason behind it. Is that interesting? Yeah. Which is funny, because you said teddy bear. First of all, let's drink. We don't have a timer going <laughs> okay. anymore, but let's drink. we got to work on this. So you said, I mentioned Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, and you're like, oh, teddy bear. And like something clicked in my brain where I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And then I was like, I've heard that. So you've even heard that. Mm. When did you hear that first? Were teddy bear, were bear, like stuffed bear, anthropomorphic stuffed bears always teddy bears? I don't know. I named my first, I used to, (laughs) I used to suck my thumb as a kid. And that was my thing that. Like, I started doing it when I was, like, a really young kid. They, my family bought me a... They then bought me... They want me a, a bear from ice cream. Like, if you buy, like, three, you get a free soft toy. That's a bear. Mm. So I used it to suck my thumb. And I started doing it since I was, like, infant. And I've been doing it until I was nine. So my thumb looked, like, you know, kind of swollen and stuff. Like... It doesn't look anymore because I quit when I was nine. Because I was like, I can't be doing this anymore. So I dealt, I dealt with like addiction since I was like an infant. <laughs> your, your addiction was sucking your thumb. My addiction was sucking my thumb. Okay, so if you had to guess, when was the first time you heard teddy bear? Teddy bear was, I think, from originally my brother or my mom. Your brother, or your mom. She, That's they fucking... gave, they gave me the bear. When I was so young. And, and then you I called like, it, they called it Teddy Bear? You no, called I it called it Teddy. That's so interesting. I don't know yeah, when I remember Teddy it. Bear is universal. Somebody called it Teddy Bear and I was like, okay, this is going to be Teddy and then it's Teddy forever. That's really interesting. So Teddy Roosevelt was a really, really interesting president. He was part of a... I didn't even know he was a president until I quit sucking my thumb. <laughs> not, not only was he a president, he was a Harvard, I believe, a Harvard graduate who played football for Harvard. He was a, he was a universally... Yeah, anything about him. He was universally known as like a man's man. Like Teddy Roosevelt played sports. 
but he was incredibly intelligent. He Teddy would read is not like a masculine Theodore name to me. Roosevelt is his name. Still not a masculine name. Yeah, but it's not that's not the point. Listen to the story, right? <laughs> with the name. Okay. Like okay, go on with your story. So he he was a known as a man's man. He loved hunting. He loved shooting. But he loved reading. He would read all day, every day. Like he read hundreds of books while he was a president. I mean, he was well known for um, philanthropy. He was well known for uh, being a conservationist because he was a hunter. And uh, if you don't know anything about American hunting culture, it's really interesting because those people are some of the biggest conservationists you'll ever meet. And yeah. so he was also responsible for creating most of the national parks that you see in the U.S. All the national land, which is – this is extremely different than anything that you see in Asia, right, or Europe or Africa because, first of all, America has a private system land. So you can actually own the land that you hunt on and that you live on. So that's number one. Number two is that – because he uh, hunted and traveled all across the U.S. in this great wilderness expanse, he became a huge advocate of of both hunting and conservation. And so he created most of the national parks that exist all the way across the land. This is public land that you can you can camp on, you can hunt on. It's available to everybody. And if I'm not mistaken, you, the United States has the most amount of both private land and public land that's available to everybody. And he made most of the national parks that you see throughout the world now that are still technically public land. But you're talking like hundreds and hundreds of acres of public land, right? And so companies are trying to buy up this public land so they can use it for their fucking businesses and their companies. And most of the public land that you'll see in the U.S. is because of FDR. And I was telling you during the break that not only is he interesting because of all of these things, but he was also he was a bit of a warmonger. This is like the negative thing you can say about him is he was a warmonger. Yes. So he, he back in the... And that I didn't find out. Don't back, from him. Back in the 1900s, war was still... This is before World War One and Two, And World War One and Two changed the game with how the public perceived war. Like violence? Yeah. Game. Well, before... In the 1900s, most of war was considered to be this like... It was almost a prideful thing. Like when... If a you, prideful thing? Yeah. Like if you were in Europe or... At that, even at that point in America... Well, like, like Spartan? No, no, thing. kind of. But like imperialism was considered... If, in other words, taking another over another country. Mm. Or taking over another country was was something that the upper class... Yes. And it was something that the upper class did. Oh. So if you're rich and you're from these rich families, you all had colonels and generals you're in the military. you think about like hurting someone else, killing But it wasn't somebody. like that. It was it like was a statement-like thing. But there was even this culture in war where at that point where war was like this battle, right? So if you were a country in Europe or America... Europe specifically, that warred back in those days. It was like the French would meet the English or this random a, a cavalry would meet, or even back in the, the Roman days, right? Like war was like everybody gathered on a line and fought each other. And like when the skirmish was over, if that was your entire army, the war was over, right? So it was very short and violent. So like if you think of like an old school war, people would – Two armies would meet in the middle, like one horse, uh, king on a horse was standing over here. If they had people that actually were in the war, or generals were on the horses, and there's the front line, and you could see them all, right? Like they're right in front of each other. Yeah. And then when the battle happened, the battle happened, and these forces exploded on each other. But it was like that whole thing is finished in like an hour, yeah. because they just ram into each other, and that was what war but was. But I think back then, it's some uh, like war is something that you want to win. Because if you don't win, then you die. Well, that that was everybody. But what, <laughs> but what makes this period interesting is like, what about the the people at home? 
right? Because these wouldn't happen in the cities most of the time. It. They wouldn't know, and they would have the war, and then if the war was won or lost, there was like this. Uh, they know. We're no, but to run out of the country. No, but there was there was this respect, right? Respect. Like, yeah, hold on. Listen, because in that day, like the army, this army fought this army, and whoever won, then you go through uh, diplomacy after mm-hmm. the battle finished, right? The they weren't fighting in the cities. They would go Fight and they would meet other. the armor or meet the army in the middle somewhere. And then after the battle was fought, sort of diplomacy would take over. And then you'd have to decide based on the results of the battle, how much do you give, right? And then up until this point, wars had been isolated. This is in the early 1900s. So you're dealing with small caliber ammo and fights like finished. What? Swords and knives? Swords, knives, and, s- and small caliber ammo. Oh. So like, you know. Something that won't affect you, but what? On like the mass scale. In the, in the middle of you. And these battles are done instantly. Like, quickly. So like, if I have a knife, you die. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, there were bayonets and there were, you know, this was like, if you imagine the Civil War, right? The army is lined up across each other and then once the battle started, they began the battle. When you go to World War One and World War Two, the entire dynamic of war had shifted. And so it's not like these little skirmishes that ended quickly based on the superior technology, military power, whatever of the it's like of, other of each people army. will be affected by you. Everybody. So when World War One happened, the lens of war had shifted from small, quick skirmishes to entire wars. Nuclear. Well, that was later. That was World War II. But World War One was like it took it took place across the entire Asian and European continent. And the war lasted for years and years and years. And not only when that... When I think about war, that's what I think about. I yes. don't think about, like, the knife stabbings but, or the spears, you know. No, you're going back too far, but if you think of, like... I think about, like, bombs. But this took place... So, Teddy Roosevelt was, was president during the ni- early 1900s, Which right? is the World War I. No, no, no. Before. Before that. So, guns Way before. and stabbings. World War One was, I think, in 1915. I don't know. I never took history, so I don't... I don't know anything well, about the... Let's look up the exact date of World War One. I. I, I think it was in 1915. Like, I know, like, the worst, like, World War was when, uh, like, the worst ever catastrophe was, like, the Russians dying because, like, yeah, of so, the Russian War. Well, that was World And that War was II. never documented. But That's so, why I know about it. So World War One is basically from 1914 to 1918, right? And the thing about World War One that makes it... We're going to tie this back to Teddy Roosevelt eventually. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I drifted. You're having a history... I, I drifted. But here's, here's what makes it interesting. is That is the turning point. World War One is the turning point for mass production of military weapons, basically machine guns, right? And so before that, world, uh, wars were fought... With, like if you look at the Civil War, it was fought with muskets, it was fought with cannons, and it was fought with bayonets. They had... What's a musket? A musket is like an old school rifle. Okay. Yeah, like you have to shoot it. You shoot it once, then you gotta you fill. It. You gotta reload it, fill the gunpowder, put the put the bullet, which is usually like some kind of. Sh- in, you gotta right? stuff it. Yeah, and you gotta shoot. So you don't get a lot of gunpowder, right? You don't get a lot of volume of of bullets, right? And then so that's why they had bayonets at the end of the the guns, so that so when the line it. was crashed, you could both be a, a, a ranged uh, infantryman and a close range because they would eventually come on you. In the, pro- in the early 1900s is when they started developing machine guns. Oh. And one crazy statistic, if you can think about this, it's the old world and the new world clashing. Because in the beginning of World, one, the world War I, the French military showed up to early battles on horseback with sabers. Like spears? No, no, like swords. 
swords. So in the beginning, early part of World War One, the French soldiers would show up to the battle in their like blue and red colored uniforms <laughs> with a leather helmet, a sword, yeah, a saber, and their muskets. By the end of World War One, you're dealing with machine guns. Mm. So guns that fire thousands of bullets into Just an early... <laughs> Yeah, and in yeah. the early part of World War One, it was that change in the guard where the French cavalry would charge these lines we- wearing swords and getting mowed down on horseback. By machine guns. By getting mowed because down by machine get guns. Them, get to them as close as... No, no, because their technology was so... So much more advanced. Yes. But, I mean, they got they got shot down when they were, like, really far away when the guys were just trying to use the swords yes, exactly. to kill them, right? And then through the process of the war, military technology evolved to the point that by the end of it, everybody's using machine guns and all and this crazy. And guns cra- and bombs and, and shit. And not only that, but this was the first time you had regular, like, photography and journalism that took so place at the same time. It. So people could see it. So when I was talking about originally, like the old school idea of war was like two armies line up across the field. And then when both people agree or one person says go, the army attacks each other and it's done quickly. By the end of World War I, you're dealing with years of combat where the range is so – they were fought – World War I was fought in trenches. Yeah, they were intelligent. Where the Germans were over here and the French were over here and then they were in the – they were just firing on each other across this they no man's land. They didn't even get close to each other. They just no, the did whole, it to each other. The whole distance in between both armies was called no man's land. No and man's war, land. World War I was a trench warfare. Where the distance between the two armies, which was covered up by fucking barbed wire and machine guns, was so called no man's land. So people are trying to in, like to get closer to the the enemy, and through the process, you have to go through this no man's land like of trenches where they're just shooting on each other and all that kind of shit. And so bringing this back to FDR, he was one of the or sorry uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he was of that old school mentality where they glorified uh, glorified war, and so it was like. If you were young in that time, you had to be part of a war. You had to be part of a battle. It made your political career, right? And then, like, throughout his presidency, all of that shit changed. And World War I started by the end end of his presidency. Like, he was still alive during World War I when it began. But he was, like, this man's man who grew up... Uh, I think it was the Spanish... If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Spanish... Or the Philippines. The war in the Philippines, where the U.S. colonized the Philippines. <laughs> was, was No, no, no. I mean, um, that the was Philippines. after, right? Way, that was the 1960s. <laughs> that was the 1960s. But during that time, he had been a war vet, basically, and he was the head of this group called the Rough Riders, which were really famous for just basically going through and fucking shit up. And then when he became the president, he was this war kind of, this war dog who'd gone through all this stuff, but he's also this this man's man, right? And going back to the original thing of this whole conversation... He was such a martial arts fan that while he was in the White House, he brought in a professional boxer. He set up a boxing ring in the middle of the White House to spar. He's in his mid-40s to spar this young boxer. And during the middle of the fight, which was so intense with this guy, he got hit with a punch so hard that he went blind. (laughs) While he was sparring in the White House with a ring that he set up, he, he went blind while he's the sitting president of the United States he's went like, blind from sparring with somebody. Who he planned it out. Yes. <laughs> it was his idea. Okay. He wanted to do it. And, and Teddy Roosevelt is such a gangster. He talked about jujitsu. He talked about wrestling. He talked about boxing. And he has this famous quote. I shared a picture of it on my that, that's Instagram. That's pretty cool of him, actually. Dude, he's I, I, so I, badass. I really like that, that Hell yeah. Teddy is called Teddy for <laughs> its reasons. And it's the same guy. <laughs> It's the same guy who went blind sparring who, who, in a boxing ring in the White Teddy, House. 
while he was the sitting president of the United States. He and got blind because he wanted to fight someone, and then he got blind because yes. he was not as good. And as back that then, guy. the guy didn't even give a fuck. He's like, "I'll blind the president <laughs> right you. now." Fuck Boom. you! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> blind him. Exactly. So let me read this uh, this quote from Teddy Roosevelt, which I shared on my Instagram ages ago. If, if you want to read one of the best books of all time, it's called Theodore Rex. It won the Pulitzer Prize for uh, literature, and it's a auto, no, no, a biography of. Teddy Roosevelt. It's called Theodore Rex. Fucking never, fascinating book. Never heard of it. Dude, it's so fucking good. And uh, where is this? Teddy, Teddy Rex. Theodore Rex. Theodore is the, Rex. Is the name of the book. See, which won the Pulitzer Prize. See, Theodore not is not a, a very uh, masculine name. It's a very nerd name. Now. It? Nowadays. Theodore. Okay, so here's the, here's, the, here's the quote. And if I got fucking trolled on this quote and it doesn't actually maybe. apply to him. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm going to read you this thing that apparently is, <laughs> is a Theodore Roosevelt quote. So the quote is, quote, The art of jiu-jitsu is worth more in every way than all of our athletics combined. The art of jiu-jitsu is worth more in every way than all he of saw, our athletics combined. He saw the combined. beauty in jiu-jitsu. Theodore Roosevelt. Even before everyone did. 1905. I don't know if this Dude, is how true. How can you Let's not see. love this guy? Let's how see. can you not love Let's this see. guy? Let's see he if fucking, it's true. He loves jiu-jitsu. He loves teddy bears. He loves <laughs> he love saving bears. bears. Let me see if this is true. I'm going to Google it and let's see. This guy's great. He got blinded because of a fight that he wasn't anticipating. Let me see if this is true. Yeah, it looks like it is. Guy? How can you not love this guy? Theodore Roosevelt Jiu-Jitsu quote. I'm going to... Re- true. Okay. True. Let's see what... We're just thinking it's true. It's fine. Don't need to research it. No, I want to know. wants to watch you do it. All of the articles that I'm seeing talk about that it's real. Okay. But it's real. But I never read the quote from a book. I never read it. I never heard I it like... until you <laughs> said it. So Interesting. It's Interesting, right? <laughs> Nobody cares. Dude, this guy's fucking... <laughs> gangster he's great and then after he was president he also ran as a third party which is really rare as an american politician you're either like a democrat or republican he after he was president for two terms he was an extremely popular president after he finished he ran a third time in a party that he created called the bull moose party and that uh and it became one of the closest third party elections of all time so that was a third party. And he created, he created his own. Created he created party. his. He did. It's called the Bull Moose. But it wasn't that popular because no one knows. He didn't win. It. He didn't win. But yeah. nonetheless, Teddy Roosevelt, gangster. He tried. Interesting. Really, really. This guy interesting is very president. interesting. Totally, I like him. Dude. And he loves nature. He loves hunting. He uh, had a tragic incident with his wife, I believe. Was he the president that got shot at the same time the other person was shooting him? Remember they were on a standoff. Oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of um, Alexander Hamilton and Burr, I think, who had a duel to the death. Yeah. One of them was the previous they secretary like, of the they treasury. They were, like, trying to kill each other, and then they had a standoff, and then they shoot, and they both shot at the same time, and they both hit them, and they both almost died. Yeah, they both almost died. I think Burr died. I hate I hate saying this because I can't. It's been so... American history... <laughs> you should know this. Dude, American history is something he I studied so much. He should know this. But uh, this is your history. Hamilton, I think it's Alexander Hamilton. That's or, pretty interesting. 
Duel. Okay. Dude, like all the history, geography, literature, like all I remember is the interesting things. Like if more interesting things happen, like in your history, I will remember. Dude, it. it's so okay. So <laughs> I think I got it. I think I got it right. Okay. Off the top of my head, let okay. me read the let me read the thing, and then you'll see. So the Burl Hamilton duels from Wikipedia was a duel fought at uh, Wahiwakan, New Jersey, between Vice President Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. The former Secretary of the Treasury. It occurred in early morning, July 11th, 1804, and was the culmination of a long and bitter rivalry between the two men. Vice President Burr shot Hamilton while Hamilton's shot broke a tree branch directly above Burr's head. Hamilton was carried to the home of William Bayer Jr., where he died the next day. So this is a former Secretary of the Treasury in a duel... Trying to shoot each other with the current vice president of the United States, and they did the thing where you fucking stand back to back, you walk ten paces, and and you shoot each other. This is the fucking vice president of the United States. That's pretty interesting. That is some gangster (laughs) shit, dude. That is some gangster shit. One guy didn't die, and he lived to tell the tale. Yeah, he killed him. Oh, he He, did. He he died the next day. Oh, well, I thought he he killed him. He killed him. Yeah, oh. it's uh, what was it Vice President Burr shot Hamilton? Oh no! Yeah, I Burr he, shot I thought Hamilton. He survived. So, Alexander Hamilton was the former Secretary of the Treasury. If I'm not mistaken, he was one of the early people that that uh, advocated for a federal bank. <laughs> and so this is like, this is like, imagine the Secretary of the Treasury. Who's the U.S. Secretary of Treasury right now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It used to be Alan Greenspan, and then it, you know. It's a politician yeah. getting into a duel with the sitting vice president and getting out. murdered. <laughs> like, getting murdered. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah, this is the history of the United States. That's some gangster That's shit. Cute. What's it called? A standoff? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's the technical term? Yeah. Uh, it's like, you hear the the music, right? And one of them actually died, and everybody was like, well, I guess. I mean, he <laughs> killed him. I, he, I mean, he won. He won. So we're gonna arrest him, but he won. The other Whatever. guy's dead. Like, and they're like, "Well, you're the president. You're the vice president. We're gonna allow it. Not a big deal. Fuck that guy. Fuck that. He was. An, he lost. He's an asshole. He's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, but you know, this kind of American culture even permeates into modern day. You know, there's a, a law in Oregon. That's uh, basically gives people the right to fight each other as long as they both Isn't agree it Texas to it. Or it's like the, no, it's Oregon, I think. It's called the Stand Your Ground Law or some some shit like if that. The I can't. Policeman agrees that you can fight the guy. Yeah. So if you're in Oregon and you're like at a bar and you're f- talking shit with this this guy's whatever, you can actually go outside, and if there's a police officer present, you can fight each other, and the police officer is basically a referee, and he's just there to make sure that these guys don't kill each other. And then when it's over, he's like, hey, stop. And then both of you go home. And they're both like, okay, cool. And that's the end of it. That's the end of it. You're not go- no one's going to jail. They're like, well, you guys want to fight? Then uh, are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Fight! <laughs> and he's he the fucking... my nose. Well, Doesn't you... You agree, you agree this was okay. <laughs> we, we got it on video. You can't okay. say that now. Okay, fine. And he's like, fine, you got me. Dude, could you imagine in Singapore? If there was a... Or it's called mutual combat no, but or you, something like that. No, you, but you hear like the the uncles arguing with each other like 
one meter away from each other, like, I'm gonna fucking hit you. Yeah. And they're arguing over taxi cues. That's my favorite reason. It's like, you cut cue, you cannot cut cue. Yeah, cutting cue with a taxi fucking cue. A taxi cue is why most Singaporeans get in a fight. All right, Charmaine, how are you doing with your beer? Uh, halfway done. Um, me too. We're gonna do some work. We got, we gotta finish this podcast up. This is getting out of hand. We can just finish it now if you want. We don't have to wait till the thing ends. Okay, everybody. We will finish up on Teddy Roosevelt being a badass. <laughs> Read Theodore Rex. It's fascinating shit. Rough Riders. <laughs> Charmaine, you have anything to say? I talk, did I talk most of this podcast? I don't know how to no, do a podcast No, I think with we you. did good. We did I, good? I, I tried to talk a lot. I always feel guilty. This is all I, as much as I want to talk, so. <laughs> I always feel guilty by the end. I'm like, did I talk too much? No, did I, I fuck it up? Was it everybody as likes interesting as I thought it would talk, be? No. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's I true. certainly don't like if nobody, myself. If somebody's clicking on your podcast, they want to hear you talk. And if you're talking, then they're happy. So well, if you want to hear matter. me talk, both I thank you and I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I, I like hearing you talk. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So. okay, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is a Stronghold podcast. I'm going to... I'm slurring a little bit, but I have that much left. I'm going to finish it. I have half left. Cause I, okay, well, you better finish it, too. I will finish so it. So cheers to... Who's, whose screen are we at? We're on your screen. My screen. Cheers. Let's finish it. Mm. Ah, Did you finish it? No. Then drink it's it. Half left. Chug it. You, You're I on need, camera. I need, no. I need to use the toilet. You're on camera. Finish it. I need to use the now. little girl's room. Charmaine drink. Do it. I'll drink a Charmaine gym, but, go, but go, I'm not go, going go, to go, finish go, it. Go. Go. Finish <laughs> oh it. Oh my god. Go. go. I'm putting you on the spot. Go. 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 Chug. Chug. There we go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Just gonna do it. Did you finish it? Did you finish it? No. How much is left? <laughs> and go. You're almost done. Oh my god. And one, two, three, go. <laughs> you can't go, make go, me finish it. it. No. You're, you're on camera. I'm putting you on the spot. No. Okay. <laughs> she did pretty good. She just took a lot of drinks there. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is a Stronghold Podcast. I appreciate you listening. Thanks for joining me and my wife through our shenanigans. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and we will talk Let's to you get this over with quickly <laughs> <laughs> thank you all stay safe during the quarantine stay home yes clean your hands yes. and jujitsu will be back before you all we'll film something if i can convince him if he he will do it he's right. not gonna do it maybe but... okay thank you everybody you. have a good night bye <laughs>